This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 269, where I'm. No, 270. Holy shit. And I'm Ted. No math this week. That's, uh, he had some Australians come to, uh, to visit him, allegedly. Right, so he's right. not here. So he's not here this week. Uh, and thank you, Zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night at 8 o'clock. AllGames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat. Mingle with the Zombies over here at All Games. And so we love mingling with the Zombies. If you want to hear us live but cannot join us live on all devices, PS4. We love mingling with the Zombies. We Xbox One, Amazon Echo, Google Home, cars, tablets. Phones, Android, iOS, and where else, Ted? Holy shit! Another week, another not keeping up with the keeping up with the keeping up. Uh, where can they hear? Uh, oh, you can listen through uh, astral projecting your consciousness using the force to appear in a different location, like in a particular movie that came out. Spoilers. Ooh. Ooh, Jedi feel. You can astral project the show uh, through the Force and listen to it anywhere in the galaxy. You can listen to it on Naboo. Uh, Naboo? Jakku. Jakku. Naboo. Uh, Tatooine. Hoth. What about Djibouti? Djibouti? Uh, they do go to Djibouti at one point in, in The Last Jedi. You can listen to it on... Uh, what's some other good uh, uh, Star Wars planets? Uh, Indoor. Tatooine. Ben. Spin, Tatooine, Coruscant, as Anakin said, Coruscant, Kashyyyk. What about the Death Star? The Death Star, the second Death Star. Tom everywhere. The Starkiller Base, you can listen to it on the Starkiller Base. What about the swamp where Yoda was? A Dagobah system, you can listen to it there. You, you can, can listen, listen to it on Hoth as well. 
I, I think we said Hoth. You can listen to it on Hoth. You can listen to it. Um, oh, geez. Uh, Mad Cloud Not City Castle has a great. Uh, we yeah. said Bespin. We got that one in there. Uh, Maz Kanata's Castle, which is on a what's that planet called? I can't remember that planet. It's one of those new uh, planets. I can't remember Alderaan before it got blown yes. up. Yep. You can listen to it on Canto Bite. Canto? Yep. Oh no! Don't don't listen to it on Canto Bite. There's no reason to ever mention that planet again. Yep. And that breathy guy sounded like he's sucking a microphone in his tiger. As uh, well as on all the places, man. And the Star Wars theme, you can listen to us everywhere. Everywhere. So we're going to be talking about Star Wars tonight. Some Carl. Ooh, ooh. It's going to be good. Star, Where uh, Geonosis. Yes. I forgot about Camino. You can listen to it. to on a, You and all your little clony friends can listen to it on Camino. Naboo uh, in, in Otto Gunga, the Gungan City. I'm sure they have great reception down there. Yes. Man, ZombieCast is all over the fucking Star Wars community. Yeah, all, all over, the over. Ga- all over the galaxy. Yeah, but but do it on, on all the cantina. Places, all them places. Hold on, all them places that <laughs> Ted just mentioned. If you get the tune in at the free version at All Games Radio, you can hear ZombieCast live over there. Uh, you can also go to ZombieResearchSociety.com as the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles, and you can listen to ZombieCast the past episodes and podcast form over there on the front page. And we do want to thank. Mr. Matt Moak, George Romero, Zombathon, Dave Marks, all those guys over there at the Society. You know, they've, they've got they're about 250000 strong. Uh, so go over there and pay your fee, get your membership. A lot of times they give out free stuff, but, uh, you know, they need to sell a lot of memberships over there at the Society. Be, so you have a safe <laughs> haven to go if there were ever a zombie apocalypse. And we do want to remind oh, you guys. Where? I, got, I got breaking news. Uh, Maz Kanata's castle was on the planet of Takodana. I knew that. Heck Continue. yeah. Man, this is not to be, be confused with taco dinner. You can have a good taco dinner on Taco Donna. Right, right. Uh, but uh, while you're over on the social medias, be sure to go to Facebook, like our page over there, uh, ZombieCast, and over on the Twitters, follow ZombieCast, and click that banner up top, and follow Matt, Ted, and me, FreemanDaddy5, uh, as all the links are up there in our bio, so you can follow each individual host. Is, uh, we can mingle personally with you guys. Uh, all week, you know, and uh, there will be no sexual harassment or none of this, none of that. Yeah, we will be, be, gen- be, be gentlemen. A little. What, what was it? Uh, what was that movie with Mike Myers where he was like the the Buddha guy? The love guru. The love guru. It's, <laughs> uh, it's one of the worst. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. It's a, it single-handedly uh, ended Mike Myers' career. It was so bad, apparently. I didn't see it, oh, but they said it was so good. bad it ended his career. I love it. Uh, but you know, we, we do want to thank all the zombies out there. I do want to thank all the love that I got last week from the community as we were going through a scare here at Freeman Kingdom. And we still are, you know, Freeman Mommy kind of has a lump that we're a little scared about. And, uh, so she's taking antibiotics. Hopefully it's going down. It's in her groin. It's in her lymph nodes. So lots of prayers. Oh, it's in her groin. Yeah. Down on, on the right. But, it, but it's her lymph nodes. It was not, uh, it was not a, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was somewhere else. Uh, Oh, like in her breast? Yeah. No, 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 no. But, but you know, it's, it's, it still could be signs of things like Lymph, that. Lymphoma uh, or something? It's a sign that she has an infection. If you have a lymph node, that's a sign uh, you have an infection somewhere in your body. Um, that's right. why a lymph node will swell up like that. So you never know. It could be, it could be a million things. So yeah, yeah. All, so the, I, all the best. Yep. So I do want to thank all, all the love that we've gotten. 
uh, over the last week. Uh, and like I said, that's why I was not here last week. Let me pull Gabe in. Gabe just got home. Mr. Oh, Onslaught. Fuck's sake. Oh, is it time for Desert Research Society? Yes, it is. He's from Arizona, from Tucson, Arizona. We got Gila Monster Talk and a cactus and uh, Denise <laughs> guys, hey guys, to do guys, her exercise I program from like, there. I think I sense a Tremors reference coming up. Yes, yes, most definitely. Jokes, these jokes never get old to me, probably to everyone else, but not to me. So let me try to pull him in one more time. Uh, not share. I don't want to share a screen. Let me add. Yeah, this, this Skype is always he's changing. He's a handsome guy, but I don't need to see him. Let me see. Let me add him. So, is he texting to us? On Skype. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm so trying to add him to the contacts. Uh, well, no, I'm trying to add him right now. Is it ringing? Sorry for this on live radio. Oh, it'll be uh, worth it. It'll be worth it when you hear his smooth voice. Yes. Tex-Mex Gabe. We're going to be talking tacos. We're going to be talking uh, enchiladas <laughs> and uh, the the mighty Gila monster. Uh, and what else? We're talking bullfighting. Coyote. Bullfighting. Yeah, because we got Mexico and we got. Can I talk about uh, uh, him, him as people paying for the wall. The wall. We're going to talk about the wall. Yeah, because because he is part Mexican, and you know we're going to try to get some money out of Gabe here live on the show. <laughs> we're, going try, we're going to try to get some money live for the wall right here on the. On the <laughs> yeah. we, we've, set, we've set up uh, we're, the Donald Trump Wall Foundation. We're going to we're going to yeah. get some Gabe. Come on for one dollar. I think I'm here. I think I'm here. I think I'm here. I think I'm here. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you, buddy. Guys, uh, let me introduce. Can you hear us, Gabe? <laughs> Gabe, we have set up. We have. You are Hispanic, therefore we. Wait, 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 let, let me introduce you. Wait, wait, no, <laughs> I have a sales pitch, right. I have a sales pitch. So let, let me do it as soon as we introduce him. Uh, we, okay. we got Mister Onsalt himself, Mister Gabriel Olea from Uncanny Expo. Olea, yes. Yeah, from the creators. Uh, back on ZombieCast. Uh, how you doing, Gabe? What's going on, Sean? Thank, dude, I was rushing my ass off to get home. Dude. I've been Did playing you say Santa's Russian? little Russian. Are you I, have you been colluding with Russian? The Russian. Russian, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. No, I've been. Uh, I rushed home to because I've been playing Santa's little helper all last few weeks, dude. I work for a parcel service, so uh, we've been super, super busy. But I had to come on tonight to talk. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? Well, uh, I usually try to come on. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was going to tell you, you know, we, we were go thinking ahead, about I, I, I know you're a huge <laughs> Marvel fan. I know you're a huge Marvel fan. You're a huge Star Wars fan. And, mm-hmm. and Gabe, we were uh, we were thinking about, in a Star Wars form, kind of like the Death Star and Marvel, we, we kind of want to build a wall behind your house. And, and <laughs> I, 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 Are you willing to – We need $20. As we a, need $20 as a, uh, to help pay for the wall. Look, uh, as a Hispanic individual, uh, are you willing to contribute to the uh, the Donald Trump Build a Wall Foundation right here oh. tonight on air? As a person, okay, but who, what uh, what are we keeping out though? What are we keeping out with this wall? Uh, uh, of <laughs> Oh, there we go. Uh, bad water. Bad water. Okay, uh, I might be I might be on board with something like that. The bullfight stadium could the Bulls could get out, charge the U.S. <laughs> Gabe. The bullfight is, is in Spain, dude. 
We're going to have to build the wall really deep into the ground to keep all the tremors, the uh, the, the graboids, from getting through. There you go. They're going to have to burrow real deep to get under. We, we might have to build this wall all the way down to the core of the of so, the earth. So are you spanking? How about to keep out the raptors? How's that? So, yes. <laughs> Star Wars reference. So are you, are you Spanish? Gabe? <laughs> Spanish? <laughs> I thought everybody was Spanish in your eyes, Sean. <laughs> uh, Gabe did an awesome We're all Spanish. Yeah. Zombiecast, yeah. the most racist yeah. show on the internet. Uh, people know we love that geography, me and Ted, the, the geography <laughs> uh, But But, you the know, we were going to talk. I, yeah, uh, you didn't. You know, so, uh, I was at Sub Z. Uh, he can come too. He 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 knows about as much as about geography as uh, Sean and I do. Uh, yeah. Sean and I are. Uh, we're actually going to be teaching a course. We're uh, professors now. We're going to be teaching a course on geography and uh, Gila monsters, right, Ted? <laughs> Gila monsters. <laughs> Basically, every week we're going to pick a different region of of the country and the world, and we're just going to. Uh, List things that we think live there. Well, you've got the ARS, which is the Arizona Research Society, and you got no, the no, no. CRS, which is no, the no, Canadian. No, no. What, is what is it called? What is it called? You're not the Arizona. You're the desert. Re- you're the DRS. The desert. The DRS. Tattoo, okay. Tatooine. Okay. <laughs> Tatooine. Uh, anything that happens in the desert. Do you live near a Ben Kenobi game? That's what we want to know. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, so we're going to begin into Star Wars talk because I think we have a big variety of opinions about it. Some of us, I, I, I'll just have to get into it. Uh, this is going to be spoiler crazy episode. I want to talk spoiler a little bit about crazy. The Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to break spoiler. down Star Wars, every detail that we can, things we liked, things we hated, things we think they should have changed, things that w- I think that George Lucas probably could have done better. Uh, so we're going to get all into that in a little bit. But I do want to talk about The Walking Dead because I was not on last week, and I have kind of a dilemma and i've been posting stuff and people's like enough already from everywhere yeah all these subpar it's an inside baseball obviously yeah so gabe are you caught up on the walking dead i know you said you were a few episodes behind right yeah i'm still a few episodes behind but uh with the whole uh last week's episode it, it was everywhere and and i'm pretty much always on social media like Facebook and Twitter, so I can't avoid stuff like that. So I pretty much got the gist of what happened. I even yeah. watched the, the famous scene, so it's not like I didn't know what was going on. But I got the gist of what's going on. Right. Can I say something real quick? Uh, yep. People talk about spoilers on The Walking Dead. And they, there should be like a, a, a period of time to where you can talk about spoilers. No. They, no, they have commercials. I saw on – I was watching AMC like the day after it aired. They already had a commercial where they said – uh, shocker on the walking dead the car, the bite heard round the world they straight up showed carl with the bite the next day on amc in a commercial and i thought holy shit people like freak out over spoilers if you spoil anything within like the first week did you see the ad the week before ted it's like stay tuned tune into the walking dead this week to see the scene everybody's gonna be talking but they about. literally showed you like it was 24 hours after it aired, and AMC already had a commercial out just straight up showing it to you. It's like, what? That's kind of oh, quick. Are you, you take a jumbo jet, and you chop the fucking wings off. What happens? That's AMC. I mean, it's like... <laughs> and uh, but, but here's my dilemma. You know, you got a show like The Walking Dead, and I was listening to Dave Solo over on uh, Walker Nation talk about this. Now, you take a movie like... The Wizard ben, of Oz. Did you say Ben Solo? Right? 
uh, Dave Solo oh. <laughs> uh, from Walker Nation, which, which a lot of people know him from you know the Walker Stalkers. He does the side stage stuff. Uh, great guy, good friend. <laughs> uh, but like he was saying, you know, you take you you take something that's set in stone like the comics of The Walking Dead, and then you take something that's set in stone like The Wizard of Oz. Right? We're going to remake The Wizard of Oz. Only the lion's going to be a giraffe this time. But we don't want anybody to care because you know what? AMC has the rights to the. I mean, it's not the same, right? And for me, if if I don't think Carl's dead, but if Carl's dead, right? Rick is not the main character to me. I'm, I'm talking about my personal view of this. Rick is not the main character to The Walking Dead. Carl is not the main character to The Walking Dead. But the father and son is the main character. That's the one main character. Is the story of a father and son. Now, if you take Carl out of it, I. I think Rick loses ranks and is no longer the lead character of the show. It's just a cluster of people doing a show because it was, it's the story of like the father and the son, right? Gabe and Ted. Yeah. And I think, I think yeah. the reason why uh, Carl's been around so long in the comics is because of that dynamic of him and him and Rick. They're like their journey together, staying alive. So yeah, it does. It makes a huge wrinkle in the show all of a sudden. I mean, you take Jimmy page, and you put him at the amphitheater, right? Some people are going to show up. And you take Robert Plant and you put him at another one and some people, they might show up. Some people will. But you put Jimmy Page and Robert Plant together, it's going to fucking sell out. Because that, that that's, that's the lead character. You know what I mean? It's like the lead guitarist and the singer of the rock band. I, you know, can, can they physically be successful, Gabe, in your eyes, as a comic fan, and be successful with this show because you got people that are like, oh, he can go. His acting was bad, blah, 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 blah. I don't read the comics. Who cares? But the premise of this is the, the story of a father and son in, in, in the zombie apocalypse. Well, the thing right? is, I think this shows, dude, I think it's suffering not only from what just happened, but I mean, constantly on a regular basis, you see weekly about how these uh, the ratings are plummeting. And people that I talk to at work that have never read the comics, but they used to love the show, they're like, dude, I don't even watch the show anymore. They're like, I'm so done with this show. They're like, I, I hear it on a regular basis, whereas we used to all get around the water cooler at work and talk like, oh, did you see this scene? This was awesome. I'm glad they did this or they showed this. But we don't, people don't do that anymore. And it's kind of a, an indication of where the show's going. True. <laughs> which is not good i guess no and, and what do you guys think how many seasons do we have left of the walking dead now with all this what do you guys think i, I just want to I say mean, that there's carl true hate real, out when carl there's got bitten true. i literally felt nothing i didn't i was just like whatever so i don't know maybe i'm getting walking dead burned out i don't know so i mean it's it's bad, Sean, man. Sean, I mean, are you they, burnt they, out on The Walking Dead? The main show. I, it's just dreadful anymore. And if they took Carl out, I mean, it's, you, you know, like I said, there's just so much stuff that involves him, but everybody's like, oh, Judith can do this or the new baby. Uh, I don't give a crap about Judith or that new baby. Fuck that new baby. <laughs> I don't know who that new baby is. So are they going to make it about the journey of Michonne and Rick now? I don't know. I don't think he's dead. 
and I'm going to get to that. Uh, people say I'm stupid, but would it would it just survive as that? Would, would Rick still be the lead character if it was the Rick and Michonne story? Yeah, I think Rick will always be the main character. Excuse me. So who's the next big one to die? Are we going to see another? Are we going to see Daryl? If Daryl dies, is that show done? Um, it definitely will be. I think so. It's that will definitely be a the turning point. That'd be like the nail in the coffin type of thing. And AMC hopefully knows that. You know, because I mean, uh, Norman Reedus has said he'll. Play, he's. I think he said he'll be on the show as long as they want him. So it's if they just say, "Oh, let's kill him to mix it up," it's like, yeah. Because you got to have characters you care about, you know what I'm saying, to keep the show interesting. That's the problem yeah. with fear is I don't give a crap about any of these people. But if they kill off everyone you like on Walking Dead, then that's going to have the same problem, right? Just I, I, I'm not emotionally attached to anything happening anymore. I think the showrunners think that the show is bigger than the characters, but it's I, really and not. I think they're incorrect. Yeah, I think so too. He's not dead. I don't think he's dead. For one, we know that Morgan's leaving. We know that he's going to fear, so that would be two big hits. Uh, and and you, there's one of the main reasons, is, and I have a couple of theories uh, about all of this. Uh, one of the main reasons that I don't think Carl is dead is because the idiot showrunner Scott Gimple simply said on the Talking Dead, "Oh yeah, he has one episode left. You're going to watch him die." So him saying that. I mean, he, you know, whenever have they just come out and been like, blah, you know, they've been like, <laughs> something big's going to happen. But, but if we knew that Carl was not dead, less people <laughs> would tune in. So this is his tactic to build up hype. Yeah. Oh yeah. One, one more episode. They definitely bit him so they could have their stupid cliffhanger and we can sit here and speculate all Christmas and then be disappointed in February. Like they do with every, yeah. every walking dead cliffhanger. Now, now, one thing that I've heard this week that I want to talk about, this is not me. I heard this uh, from uh, actually a couple of shows, more than one show this week when I was listening to it, is this. Uh, the whole Carl transfusion from Rick when he got shot. Did Jenner give Rick a shot? Maybe to keep him safe? Maybe something, to te- you know. Could, could it be a, to that path? And, and I don't have any but, details. Wait, Rick, Rick's been holding like a hypodermic needle for like five years in his backpack, and he's like, "No, no, no." Maybe Jenner. You know, you know, I, and this is hypothetical speaking. I have I have no plan with this. I'm just throwing an idea out here that I heard. <laughs> yeah, what? You know, Jenner pulled Rick to the side and was like, "We're all infected." But what if Jenner would have gave him a shot to make him immune? To the virus, and then remember, he gave Carl the blood transfusion at the farm when he got shot in the deer scene. Well, I'd say that that'd that, be that's, that's, that's one theory that I've heard. It'd be nice if Jenner gave that shot to everybody, or you know, made more of that shot. Wouldn't that have been nice of him to do? Why would he just give it to one why guy just, and let everyone else in the world die? Why would he just tell Rick that we're all infected? I don't know, man. Now here's <laughs> my my theory. Now, if you go look at the whispers in the comments, and the whispers are these people that they they carve zombies' flesh, uh, they take the faces off of zombies, they put them on, uh, and you know there's some pretty powerful bad dudes, and, and you like when you look out and you see a whole sea of zombies, you don't know that half of them are humans with guns. 
Yeah. Uh, you don't know who the whispers are. They're camouflaged to the zombies because you know what? They're wearing the zombies flesh. Now I've watched that scene over and over and over where Carl got bit. And there's a couple of, uh, pieces from the comics that i posted on social media and the one that bit carl looks like i mean it looks all out of all the makeup that the walkie dead does this guy has a mask on it's so obvious he is wearing a mask uh and you can even, you can even see the strings holding it on yeah and and you know i paused it so you could see the strings and everything and showed everybody and everybody's like no you're stupid they're like why would a whisper bite carl now here's my theory it doesn't have to be exactly like the comics. You know, the whispers in the comics, they'd be like, the whispers would never bite Carl. But to make this uh, big, I got you, fooled you, why not make him bite him? Well, why would and Carl be and sick? If you go back, why is and if Carl you go sick? Back, what, what, who's saying he's sick? He might just be sweating. But, but, but here's, <laughs> you look pretty here, sick here's my me, theory. If you go back and watch that scene, Go back and watch it. What? Pause this show right now and go watch the scene. There's two. There's three zombies that's on him. There's one that he gets off. The one that bites him gets on him. He hits him in the head with the gun. He did. He didn't even shoot that zombie. He knocks him out, and then he shoots the second zombie. But the one I'm telling you, him and uh, what's the guy's name? The funny name. Yeah, the I don't know Eugene. Not yeah. Eugene. Uh, the Muslim dude? I don't know. The, mu- the Muslim guy. Jatiti or something. Djibouti? Yeah, Djibouti. Uh, but, but anyway, you know, they see the zombies eating the deer. They walk up, and, and, and they kill all the zombies that are eating the deer. Within these two zombies stroll from left field. And, you know, they, they, they don't have their insides hanging out. I mean, they got nice legs, and they're a thick body. And, and I'm telling you, mark my word. Carl got bit by a human. He got, I think, bit by the whispers. Whether they would bite anybody or not in the comics, I think they done this scene to fool everybody. They cannot lose Carl. I don't think they can lose Carl. You lose the main character. The main character. I think he's gone. I think he's gone, dude. A lot. Yeah, and and I and I down deep, I think he's gone. I, I I think he's so alive. I think he's so dead. I don't. But I he'll live on. He'll live on forever inside of all of us, though. And how but, he and tu- how he touched us. Have you ever watched the highbrow Scott Gimple on the Walking the Talking Dead? Yeah. And sure. I said this for I've said this I said this for two years. That dude needs to go, man. He is so arrogant, and hung on himself. It is nuts. And I got a friend that just went to a wedding with him and, and went to Maggie's wedding. Uh, it's a guy that that. That I graduated. Wait, wait, Lord, Lord Cohen got married. She's off the market. Yeah, well, she got married uh, a little bit back. Oh but, no! But my friend, my friend that that I went through high school with turned out to be gay, and and he is his boyfriend is Dave Holmes from MTV. So they're all what? Time. Dave Holmes Chris. is gay. Yeah, him and my buddy <laughs> Ben are together, right? But yeah, but Ben is always you know like like I think Scott Gimple is because they're always with Scott Gimple. Uh, but, but Ben and Dave Holmes is always with him, but, and, and I, I don't mean any harm to, to people that I know, you know, knowing that Scott Gimple is their friend, but that's an arrogant dude. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. And that, you know, he's got, he does his eyebrow like the rock. You know what I'm talking about, Gabe? Have you ever seen him? Yeah, I have. He's, a, he's an arrogant fuck, right? 
I mean, well, there's, a, there's a petition to get the guy removed as the showrunner. All these kinds of uh, there's a bunch of fans because of the Chandler Riggs thing. They want him gone. Should should be the showrunner. Anytime Gray Nick Terror does a uh, an episode or whatever, man, it's like he he puts his heart into it. Yeah, every, every if if you watch an episode that's really good, it's more than likely Greg Nicotero is the one that directed it. He should be the showrunner. And you know Robert Kirkman, you know, he don't own the rights to none of this. AMC does. You know it's you know down deep that Robert Kirkman's got to be like, what in the hell are they? What are they doing? But one thing I am going to say, Morgan is going to fear The Walking Dead. And like I said last week, Jenna Elfman from Dharma and Greg. You remember that show, right, Gabe? Yeah. Jenna Elfman's kind of a big actress. But for Have Peter- they come out and said how they're going to transition Morgan over? I know you guys, I've heard your, the episodes, the last couple episodes, but have they actually come out and said no. how they're going to do it? Is it going to be a flashback? I think they're just going to have him just be on the show no, no. and they're not going to even explain it. No, is he going to be right, called right. Morgan or yeah, yeah, all right. character? Well, see, this, is, this is what makes me mad. They said that Morgan would properly leave The Walking Dead for his transition mm-hmm. to fear. Now, I keep seeing people, they keep telling me on social media, and, and this just aggravates me. They're like, oh, Morgan's going to die this because he's going to fear. No, I think, and from the way they explained it, Morgan's going to leave the group. You know what? Peace, guys. I got to go my own path. And show up in Texas with fear. Because they're filming it uh, down in Texas now, in Austin. But I think I did, but how, I just, how I just don't think fear is nearly on the same point. timeline as, as Walking Dead. I don't, I just think don't so either. And if they suddenly say it is, that's a load of crap. Well, well, this whole season, the whole last eight episodes has been a day, Ted. One day. But it's just not, you watch those two shows, it's not the same. They have like technology and lights on. Well, it may not be till like the tenth episode or something, but I mean, and you know, fans are going to rip it apart. They're not going to believe that this that he just easily he's up ended up in Texas. How? If that's the case, how come none of the other groups have just said, you know what, I'm done trying to fight, stay here in Georgia, I'm out of here? How yeah, come no like, one else has whole, done this that? Whole fighting into Negan is kind of that's dumb Morgan's because mentality. this is this is not the whole world. Negan is the emperor of about like four miles of area. Yeah. Well, I don't think just exactly. leave and go. So, I'm no, it's like it's like. Alexandria is burned to the ground. Just, just that's what's kind of silly about Negan. It's like, yeah, you're king shit of a neighborhood. Just go, <laughs> just leave. Yeah, go back to Herschel's farm in Georgia. Maybe the zombies all moved on by now. And how, how come none of them have ever gotten together to say, let's leave the state of Georgia? Like, what do we know about the state next to us or the state across? How well, do we know that's here? Remember. They went from Georgia to D.C., but there's why don't they just why don't they drive uh, over yeah. to West Virginia or drive mm-hmm. to, up to up to uh, drive up the coast? Yeah, why do they always feel like they're trapped in this woody area where it it just makes no sense? It's, it's not making sense as far as continuity with the storyline. Like, especially if Morgan all of a sudden says, "I'm I'm leaving." That and also, why did, what's going on with like the White House and the Pentagon? Is it are people living in there? Well, is nobody living in the White House? Did, I mean, did, did it seem like a gang would or somebody uh, would have taken it over and be living in it? At yeah, no it's point, got like, at, at no point, that none of the zombies are getting in. At no point, anybody on the show, they drove through Washington. At no point did anyone say, we should swing by the White House, see what's going on at the White House. 
Because remember, right when they got up there, that's when Tyrese got killed, right? Remember, they were on the path. Wouldn't that be the first thing you would say? It's like, let's swing, just drive by and see what it looks like? Yeah. (laughs) You know, you want to know what's wrong with the show? A lot. All these years later. Frank Frank Darabont was nailing the show. That's what's wrong with the show. That dude truly was the heart of this show. And then who was it uh, before Scott Gimple that I can't even think of that showrunner guy? Mazzara? Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Mazzara. Glenn Mazzara. Mazzara, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I thought his, his episodes were okay. Uh, you, know, it, you know, nothing like now, man. It's just like, I mean, and, and I don't want to down it. And this is going to be a downer show for me because Star Wars is, is about the same tone for me uh, as a huge <laughs> Star Wars fan. But it's, yeah, let's, move, let's move on to Star Wars pretty soon. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, but, real, real quick. I, I just want to say something about The Walking Dead. I think okay. the problem with The Walking Dead is they're letting the fans and the popularity dictate how long they're sticking around. You have shows like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones who have a beginning and an end, and they know that. The, the, I mean, Vince Gilligan talked about it. Game of Thrones has basically said we're going to end in a couple seasons and we're done with it. Walking Dead is just waiting. They're just, They're just like – taking as much blood as they can cow. from this show. Yeah, it's a cash cow. And now they don't know where to go with it anymore. And they're they like, show, hey, if we kill Carl. It's the, it's the only show I've seen where they let the producers literally go, this show could go on forever. Ex- they should never have said that because there's no beginning and an end, which most of the most successful and critically acclaim- acclaimed shows like The Sopranos, like The Breaking Bads and The Game of Thrones. they I mean, look at True Blood perfect, and Dexter. Those went on too long, and they ended up having terrible finales. They were just shit shows by the end. They had a lot of potential, and then they turned into just yep. shitty-ass shows. But it, but I think Walking Dead is going to have the same thing. Anything. The problem with The Walking Dead is, remember like on Lost, and Lost had a lot of problems, but they around season three, they said, okay, this thing's going to run six episodes, six seasons. We know where we're headed. Walking Dead, they have no clue how long it's going to okay. run. Therefore, they have no path to get there. You I know, mean, it could just but, go but, on forever. But, but do, you, do you guys miss stuff like what, like, like mem- memorable moments for me for The Walking Dead to where I was like, you know what? You know, I, I, I remember I used to do knuckleball cast on Sunday nights, and I would always watch it an hour later because I, I was in that time slot that, that The Walking Dead comes on. And Freeman, Mommy, and Ashton would watch The Walking Dead, and I would sit up by myself and watch it. And my stomach would be in knots, nervous about this show because I cared about it. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I literally mean that. And, and like one, one of the moments to where I was like, you know what, this is the best thing ever, is the moment where Dale was in a field, turned around, and Swamp Walker got it <laughs> And, always, and you know what? I think, we, I, think, I think that took everybody's breath. That that moment right there, because we didn't have a clue. We cared for Dale. You know what? Dale's trying to do the right thing. Shane's being a bad guy. I didn't care for Dale. Fuck. I was and Carl, I Carl, Carl, but, but Carl, Carl worked up Swamp Walker. You know, we know it was Carl's fault because you know he, he had Daryl's gun that he stole out of his motorcycle, and then he was out there playing in the woods. And Swamp Walker he riled him up and got him anxious and wouldn't kill him. Left. And then, but do you remember that moment when watching The Walking Dead when Dale turned? Yeah, I stood and up and cheered. Yeah. I stood up and cheered because that wet blanket was dead. But have we had a moment like that since? Even the even the Glenn to the even the Glenn getting hit with the bat was very anticlimactic because we all knew it was coming. 
What about Merle turning into a zombie after he was killed? What about the governor getting That's his head one. chopped off? Those two scenes alone were like breathtaking when we saw yeah. those. What about the Terminus first episode when shit hit the fan at Terminus and it felt like such a movie and weird? People were like out of breath by the end of that scene when um, they found well, they, out they were like cannibals. And oh, just, when they were oh cutting, my God. Oh, when they, one of the best episodes ever is, when, is the, the, the premiere of the next season when they had them all lined up and were cutting their throats. Yeah, that was... And then the whole episode was the gang just massacring the whole the whole town. That was one of the that best episodes amazing. ever. Mm-hmm. And one then it was the only three episodes. episodes later that it was one of the best episodes ever when Rick told uh, the guy, he's like, I made you a promise. And he pulled out the red machete and hacked him up. That was one oh, yeah. of the best episodes. Yeah. Or what about "Look at the Flowers" episode? Yeah, that that was a, the, the, that was the a best good part of, of last week's episode was the miniseries that when the claimers got the red machete. Yeah, that they showed that the zombie was walking around, and you could see the Rand handle coming out, and all of a sudden you saw the zombie boom get hit in the head and die, and then you know the claimer put his foot on the chest and pulled the machete out, like claimed. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" On the Red Machete miniseries. But, but we, I mean, we, we literally don't have, you know, I so, I and, and I say it, I so miss season two. People hated that season. But that, you know, there was so years. much. It's been, Sean, it's been six years. You got to let it go. You got you to move on. It, but, but that was good. I mean, it was good storytelling. It felt like I was watching the Duke Boys. Like I always said, the Duke Boys. Wait, you remember being a kid, Gabe? You're old enough. Being a kid and the Duke Boys come on, man, for one hour, they had your undivided attention, right? What the fuck oh, yeah. are the Duke Boys going to do? And there was a story. There was, there was a, that, <laughs> it, yeah. What the but, fuck, but, the I mean, fuck there, are there the was, Duke Boys going to do? But, but I'm saying you, know, you had your uh, – what, what do you call the, the scene before it starts? The, the prologue. You had a prologue. You had the cold then open. You, then, then, yeah, you, you had a prologue. Then you had a story start. Then you had an in-depth story. Then you had an ending. I mean, they would do so much with one hour. And they would always go to commercial break, like freeze framing the uh, the uh, Waylon uh, Jennings would talk. <laughs> freeze framing the the General Lee going like over a over like a cliff or John say, yeah. say like, holy hell, looks like them Duke boys is being a, is in a heap of trouble. And then it would come back. About, uh, yeah, yeah. But what about the time when Carl was hanging out with some guy we can't even remember his name and got bit and we never even saw it? Wasn't that awesome? That was my biggest problem with it is that he got bit in such no. a stupid way. For the for, it, just because he was doing what some asshole he just met told him to do. People yeah, gonna lose their mind if he's dead. I mean, I'm not, telling not you, not that he got bit. It's the, it's how he got bit that pissed me off. I think he's he's dead, but I think they're gonna the the episode when he finally dies and and actually and Rick's with him. And I think that's going to be pretty emotional. Well, they're hoping it's going to be emotional. I'm not. And I'm sure they've that. already filmed that, but. I mean, but it's going to have There's to be. There's too many reports Dad, of him don't let me die. Dad, please don't let gone. me die. Yeah, exactly. I think you're going to have to be. It's going to have see, to be. I, he's going to. He accepts. It. He's not going to whine. Rick. He's not going to go out crying. But please don't let me die. He seems like he's. He's accepted it. He's like fuck it. He's going to yeah, teach his dad a value You know, you're actually taking your last few breaths or before you change. I think you. You're going to shit your pants. You're going to. Your whole tone's going to change. Even. It's. It's like there's when they say, "Was it the." Uh, uh, when you accept death or the fear, I mean, you go through the different stages and stuff of death or, um, but yeah, I think it's, I think you're going to see that episode like, uh, please don't let me die type of thing or please yeah. don't let me turn. And we're going to be talking about it. Gabe, you got to join us more here on zombie cast, man. Too bad you don't get off earlier. 
I'd love uh, to. Dude. I, I wanted to join more often, but I just it's so freaking hard on Mondays to get off. I mean, I was running my ass off just to get here. But and again, uh, can you put on a wig and be our new Norma? Yeah. Sure. So, <laughs> I can do that. I, you know, Jedi Blight said, I, I, did, I, I did think Carl was on the impossible to kill list, but really the only person on the list is Rick and probably Daryl. Then I say, Carl's alive. I really think so. Then Jedi Blight says, I think you're right. The show so far has been about Rick uh, protecting his family, so I can't imagine Carl dying. He said, uh, Lost is uh, the best show ever. So I, yeah, I never watched Lost. But see, Lost, Lost was another one like amazing. I talked about. It had a beginning and an end. It knew where it was going, even though it did have some what-the-fuck moments. It had a lot of plot holes. Hell yeah. Yeah, it had a lot going. of plot holes. Cool point fucking Vince, man. I still watch the Dude Boys. you damn right, Jedi. When, that, <laughs> when the cousins came home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What, 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 were those, what were those guys' names? They were uh, Cody Coy and Vance. Vance or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Cody and Vance. Coy. Coy, Coy and Vance, yeah. Coy, Coy. That's right. That's awesome. Uh, but, but you know, <laughs> if this is the first time you're listening to Zombie Cast. We are a year-round show, guys. We are not just seasoned with The Walking Dead. And do not, do not go leave us a review based on this this one here. A lot of times, Zombie Cast, we, we're a lot of comedy. We're more about last front porch conversations, kind of our the way that we do things. You know, w- you know, when we have a celeb on, it's like you know, what is the catering like? What's it like being behind the scenes? What is this? You know, we're we're, we're just like. Having pints with our bros on the front porch, talking about things that we like. Uh, so Dick, you know, Dick and Ball talk, Sean. Dick and Ball talk. Uh, brass, ball tags. Talk. brass tags. Brass tags. <laughs> so I want to get my premise of Star Wars. We're going to move on to. Uh, I uh, might have to go get. A, I might have to go get a soda real quick to get yeah, prepared yeah, for yeah. this conversation. Hang on. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, before before yeah, we, we do that, let, okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. All right. All right. So, so game. Go ahead. I want to say something before we start. Okay, I want I'm gonna set up the premise because Ted, which is gamer tag name and most of his Twitter names, is named Tedekin. So he's got Star Wars blood running through him. He's got yeah. he loves Star Wars. He loves everything about Star Wars. Okay, so what we're and same with me. I've got my son tattooed when he was uh, seven or eight. I had my son tattooed on my back, dressed up as a Jedi. And right. me and him have a bond that of Star Wars that we just won't break. So when you hear us talking about this current Star Wars, we're not casual fans. fans. Yeah, we're true yeah, fans. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a I can show. First of all, my name's Tedekin, which is Anakin with Ted. It's been that way That's since a, the inception yeah. of the internet. And, and, and uh, I I can show you videos of my bedroom when I was three, and it is just Star Wars shit plastered like wallpaper. Yes. And I can show you yeah. my bedroom at 45, and it's Star Wars. God Almighty! You know, I remember when the Phantom Menace come out. I went and bought every every toy that they had. Me, my, me, yeah. my mom could not afford toys whenever I was a kid, yep. uh, so my mom took me out and bought me literally every one of the series one. Because you remember, it was a big thing the day that the toys come out for the Phantom Menace. It was. Uh, yeah, that was a huge deal. The toys heard around the world. Oh yeah, and my mm-hmm. mom went and bought me all that stuff. Yeah, I've got you know, tons of micro machines. I've got the original, one of the most one of the most expensive uh, Star Wars collectible things. I, I've got the original Darth Vader head. It's not in mint condition, but uh, I think I think the C three PO, if you had the label on it from the original, is, is still worth what thousands, right? I remember C-3PO. going. To, I remember going to that the, night the, launch at Toys R Us and getting. Uh, I got 
I got Darth Maul, Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and Darth Sidious, the figures, and that was what. Yeah, and you do know that they still to this day do that. It's called Force Friday, and for the last three movies, me and my son have gone to Toys R Us at midnight. We've gotten our lounge chairs, and we wait for it to open every year that a movie comes out. So we did it this year for Last Jedi. We did it for Rogue One, and we've done it for Force Awakens. So to this day, that tradition still. Is is big and and we 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 do it every year or so right, or whenever so, so a movie comes out. Before we talk about the last Jedi, we're going to take fifteen minutes. We're going to talk Star Wars. Do we? Uh, <laughs> it's but, but, because only fifteen. Wait, wait, oh, I could do a four hour podcast. All right, now one thing. one of my most memorable moments, and, and you know, you know, I still got all, like all the micro machines because you know, they don't sell micro machines anymore. So that's one of the collectible things that I won't let my kids around is the micro machines, the vehicles and stuff. Uh, that they came out with uh, right before the Phantom Minister of the old stuff. But, you know, I've got a, you know, Kyle Jones, which is going to be on Knuckleball Radio this week. I bought two original Darth Vader's that's got the plastic cape. Kyle Jones, I always told myself I'd give Kyle Jones one if I ever met him. I met him last year, and I gave it to him. Uh, yeah, but I remember going, you know, uh, to see Empire Strikes Back with my dad. Dude, I, I, I mean, it was so good. Yeah, you know, I had uh, little, not coveralls, but overalls. No, coveralls. Which ones has the straps? Uh, I got overalls. Of, overalls. overalls. Uh, you know, tons of pictures in my Star Wars overalls whenever I was a kid. Uh, but you know, I got, I was lucky. I got in the George Lucas lottery whenever George Lucas put all of his stuff. I think it was for one year, six months. It was a lottery that that, that instantly sold out for the whole year, and and he put 100 percent of all the Star Wars stuff in the Smithsonian Institute in the air and space. So the only way to get in this was they had to draw your name. And, and I was lucky, and me and Freeman Mommy got tickets to go to the Smithsonian to see all this stuff. And, yeah, I remember this was on Dan Rather, Dan Rather walking through there because nobody had ever saw this stuff. I mean, they even had the powdered snow for the AT-AT scenes of Hoth. All, you know, they even had, you know, the snow that they used. Where, you know, they would shift the snow and, and the stop-motion animation – Job of the Hut. I saw everything. I saw the the ghetto. You know, Boba Fett's one of the most ghettoest. Looks like Target pants he's wearing whenever you see the original <laughs> in person. But you know, to see the the, the original Millennium Falcon. You know, we, they everything was in there. It was like a three hour tour. Uh, and then you would walk in, and they would actually have like Darth Vader's chamber. All you know, they had the set rebuilt. We went in there and saw all that in the Imperial Guard. I mean, the 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 guard. You know, Job of the Hut's guards, the pig looking dudes. All that stuff, you know, even the Princess Leia outfit, every, it was kind of neat. And you put on headphones and it told you the details about everything. But to see that stuff was amazing. True Star Wars, man. I, I love some fucking Star Wars, man. All right, <laughs> yeah, you got the mic. You okay. lost some Star Wars, right? Oh, sorry, dude. I had you on mute. I'm sorry. I was. No, I was uh, taking we're pictures of my kid's Star Wars room. I was listening to everything you were saying, but I'm fan. a true fucking fan, big time, big time. Me, see the thing with Star Wars, it's a, it's a, it's a huge family thing between me and my 16 uh, year old. He, uh, he has been into it ever since the Phantom Menace, um, because I think around that time, how long is the, when was the Phantom Menace come out? Do you guys know the, the year it came out? Yeah, okay, like so he's 16. So yeah, he was. So he, he, I introduced it to him probably when he was like five or six, and he was hooked ever since. His favorite character growing up was General Grievous, because 
Um, he loved General Grievous. He bought every figure of General Grievous possible. Then he loved Darth Maul. He always liked the bad guys, which most Star Wars fans always tend to – we love our Jedis, but we also love the bad guys. I mean, Vader is probably still it? to this day the most iconic villain in cinema history but, but other besides than the Vader, Joker. What was it? The, the two uh, – Tire Ty- right, Claw is already spamming us with links trying to, uh, trying to uh, uh, preemptively – uh, shoot down any argument we might have about the movie. <laughs> All right, but 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 I think if I remember right, Gabe wasn't speaking of how the bad guys are famous. I think the two biggest figures of the Star Wars industry before all the new stuff came out was what Greedo and Boba Fett, right? And Greedo didn't even have a fucking line, did he? Boba he Fett's a, always uh, probably been the most. I think Greedo the was most the most popular character out of like, besides Vader, Boba Fett because. He looked so cool, but yet he did. He was so mysterious, and he barely did enough. But yet, people flocked to the action figure, to the character. I mean, his first appearance was. I mean, his he came out what in the Star Wars special first, the Christmas special. Yeah, he was in the little cartoon. Yeah, yeah, and but that Boba Fett. If you look at that one, and he even came out in the Ewok uh, cartoon, right? Uh, it was like or Droid cartoon, but that his color was a lot different in that one. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, but it's Gr- usually the villains that people flock to. That's why everyone Greedo, thought Greedo Ren was so cool, the Emperor, uh, Grievous. Greedo, Greedo got big. I, I remember reading about this back whenever Elliot in E.T. Mm-hmm. was doing the little hand war. And he's like, oh, Greedo. When they're in, in E.T., what grabs Greedo yeah. and puts him in his mouth. This is, this is Hammerhead, and this is Greedo. Snaggletooth. Yeah. Snaggletooth. Walrus Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those are all the Cantina characters. Um, but yeah, dude, the thing with I really think that Star Wars has has been more successful with their villains as it, as it has been their heroes. I mean, look at the Emperor, the Royal Guards, Darth Maul, the Stormtroopers. How many different Stormtroopers there are? Clone Troopers, yeah. First Order Troopers. Uh, but now the these sets, the outfits, every man, it's just everything is epic about Star Wars. The true heart of Star Wars. Right, Ted? Are you a big fan, Ted? <laughs> Boy, Ted am I. I tell you Boy, what. Boy, is he. Boy, am I. I am a... So we're setting up the premise for... I'm a true <laughs> Star Wars this, fanatic. This, Are you talking... This review. <laughs> I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater when I was three years old. Like literally in the theater, I remember seeing it. Oh my it. god, you guys are babies. I am a true blue Star Wars fanatic. So... What? Well, see, I saw Return of the Jedi. I was I was older than three, Ted. But I've told this story before. But uh, my mom dropped me and my sister off at the theater, right? And uh, we went to see Return of the Jedi, which for me, Return of the Jedi is like the perfect movie because there's so many chapters in it. And we were talking about this in chat the other day, Gabe. There's so many chapters in Jedi. I mean, you start off like in the desert in Jabba. Then you got uh, – uh, was it Endor? Endor. You've got you got a little bit of the ad-ads yeah, whenever you, have, you, you see Vader's ship land. Whenever you see uh, uh, Vader's ship land on Endor, you can see the ad-ads there. So you, you get a little bit of that from Empire. With Dagobah with Luke and Dagobah. Yep, and then you get the, the whole Ewoks. You get uh, the Emperor, Luke, and Vader settings. Then you get uh, Lando Calrissian flying uh, the Millennium Falcon. You get uh, you know the bronzed... Uh, Han Solo, but there, you know, for me, it was like the perfect movie. I mean, it was just everything wrapped up. It was more than just saying, I'm your father. No, 
And, and I love him. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but something about it's almost like a Disney perfect made movie for me. Return of the Jedi. You had the new lightsaber. I'm, I'm, I'm that way with oh. Empire for sure. Yeah, but but it's uh, you know, but I've told this story before. But my mom dropped me off to see Jedi, and me and my sister went to see it, and that shit lasted one hour. And when I was done, I was so pissed because I was like, you know what? Fucking Jabba the Hutt wasn't even in the movie. He was in the trailer. You missed the I first like, half. It's like two different. It really is like two different movies. It is. Yeah. But, like the, but, fir- the first, Jabba the first the Hutt- 45 minutes is like a completely different movie than it just suddenly ch- it changes into a, a – it's like a – the first 45 minutes is like a short film. It really right. is. But, but I, you know, I remember you – know, back in them days, that's when mom should be smoking and drinking a beer, driving, you know, when it was kind of tolerated back then. But dropped me and my sister off. But the one that I saw, guys, Job of the Hutt wasn't even in fucking Jedi. And I was so mad and I was so heartbroken because I was like, man, my kid – why would they put him in the trailer and not even put him in the movie? So I come back. My, you know, my mom was an hour late picking us up. And just, just so just so you know, we do need to get to Last Jedi because we're gonna we're gonna spend so much time talking about talking our about, memories. Yeah. Right, right. Have, we're not gonna have time mom, to talk about the new movie. But my mom, <laughs> she, she dropped me off. She dropped us off to see Return of the Jedi. And we went in the wrong theater. It had already been on an hour. So my sister was dumb and took me in the wrong theater. So we, I saw the second half of the movie. And then the guy at the theater felt so bad he, he let us go back in and watch the whole movie. But uh, don't ever go in the wrong theater because you'll miss the first half of the movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's get to the, uh, the Last Jedi, and I and I just want to kind of give my quick premise, my fifteen second premise. I want to hear movie. you because I think you hated it way more than we did. So I, want you to, yeah. I just want to hear what you thought right. of it. <laughs> okay. Here's my premise. I have some. Th- I have many opinions, Jedi. but I did not. You Spoiler. you have like fire and fury. <laughs> no holds barred. All right, no holds barred for this. For me, but I want to bring up something about Sean. I want to bring up something. Honestly, Sean, I wonder, though, if you had seen it as soon as me and Ted seen it, if your feelings would have been the same. I wonder if these bad reviews kind of maybe swayed your... But I didn't read none. I stayed away. You, okay, okay. Right, okay. We, okay, go ahead. And there were some things I liked about it. Don't get me wrong. The best thing in Star, that's ever been invented in the Star Wars universe is Kylo Ren's lightsaber. That thing just puts a smile on my face. The sound, everything is just awesome. But this is my premise of The Last Jedi. The first hour was worse, quirkier characters than Jar Jar Binks and all of the Phantom Menace. <laughs> it was like the Phantom Menace all over. You, you got this frog that's belching and drunk and, you know, I, I don't know what it was. And the second half of the movie was Rick, it was uh, Luke Skywalker was a pussy and did a hologram and was scared to fight in a movie. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Am I right though, Gabe? No. <laughs> he, didn't even get a, he was chicken shit, man. He wouldn't even show up. Oh, well, he's been, okay. He's been on that planet for a long time, dude. And he's kind of going a little, he's going a little cuckoo. And um, I'm as we can tell. Okay. Well, let, let me, I'm not going to give my whole review, but I'm just going to give a quick thing. As far as where this ranks at, I'm just going to, before we go any further, this is my rank. It's Empire, Jedi, New Hope, Force <laughs> Awakens, Sith, Rogue One, Last Jedi, Episode One, and Attack of the Clones. So, let's see, seven. Uh, Last Jedi There's is nine movies, seven. and it's number seven this out of nine number movies. seven out of nine movies. Okay. So I didn't hate it. I had a lot of problems with it. But the thing about this movie, when you first see it, you really need about 24 hours to process it because when I was watching the movie, 
seriously, because when I was watching the movie, there's a few, there's a lot of times that the crowd and all of us were just like clapping and cheering, we were like, yeah. oh yeah, that, yeah, cheering. we were cheering. Yeah, yeah, there were some really, really cool parts, cool characters. There was, um, but there was also a lot of plot holes. There was some bad writing. There was some very, really bad editing. Um, and I think me and Ted, after talking that, well, we didn't talk that night because he, even Ted was like, I don't know what I just saw. I, yeah, um, I, I did. I, honest <laughs> God story, the next morning I went to a family get together. And I have cousins that are like, you know, 10 years younger than me. And they said, did you see the new Star Wars movie? We haven't seen it yet. So what do you think? And I said, I, I don't know. I do not, cannot tell you what my opinion of that movie was. Even 24 hours later, I don't know. See, I was the same way. I was it's exactly ba- the same. So way. I said I am b- baffled by what I watched, and I'm confused, you, you, and right. I don't know. I don't know if I liked it or hated it or what. If there was parts you're, you're, where I was clapping and I was really enjoying it, and there was parts that I was like, "Whoa, I had never seen this before in a Star Wars movie." I, I mean, they, then that uh, part of me did enjoy it. I did enjoy some of the stuff I for saw. For me, the, the thing that got to me more than anything, and, and it really bothered me, was that now, now Chewbacca is an extra in the movie. So is R two D two and C three PO. They're not. I mean, even- it was so. I mean, Chewbacca was there, but he he said at the ship. I mean, Chewbacca's. It was an insult to the Star Wars industry of the way that Chewbacca was done in this movie. Well, well it's Sean, but I, I thought about this his sound, time. his voice. Nothing was nothing was Chewbacca. Nothing was Chewbacca in this movie. Well, what about R two D two? And R two D two is in one scene. Like R2. I, I, I don't understand. Uh, I know they want to move on and make things different, but like I didn't understand. There's some things in Force Awakens I didn't understand about like. R2-D2 was in hibernation, and then he just woke up at the end for no reason and had the other half of the map. I never understood that. Why didn't they play that more of a part in there? Yeah, exactly. I I never understood that at all, even then. And then this movie, R2-D2's literally in one scene. And he's in in an important scene where he shows Luke a hologram of Leia and makes him kind of – but it's still – it's like – it's kind of amazing that – BB-8 is the star of the movie now, and C- C-3PO is just standing behind Leia the whole movie and says, like, three things. Uh, but R2-D2, these classic characters like R2 are just – they're afterthoughts. Like, they're in there just because they have to be, but they're jammed in for, like, one scene. So R2-D2 in The Force Awakens and this movie combined is on screen for, like, 40 seconds in two movies. And not and, only that, here's here's another big issue I have with – Leia the- was so bad. No, here's the problem with the, the biggest problem with the movie. Every movie that we've seen usually has somebody's story we're following. Force Awakens was Ray's movie. It really was. A lot. I mean, we've got the the the, the prequels were Anakin's movies. Like they were the Skywalkers. I mean, we got. But dude, Ray was like an afterthought. It seemed like this movie. Is she a Jedi? Is she not? Is um, where are they going to go with her? It seemed like Force Awakens. They were building her up to be somebody really important in the in in the Star Wars movies. But yet, yeah. was this Luke's movie? I mean, was this Luke and Leia's movie coming to an end, or was it Kylo's movie? Like they couldn't they couldn't decide. It, yeah. It's like there's a movie there that we didn't see. It got DC-fied. I'm going to call it that. This movie got DC-fied. There's a movie there that apparently got – there's some scenes that got cut that we may never see. 
Uh, and, I want to uh, ask a question uh, about uh, um, the movie starts unlike any other Star Wars movie where you have like, you know, there was 10 years of time between episode one and two. And then there's three years of time between two and three. And then there's 20 years of time. This movie starts literally the second the last one ends. The second. Um, it, they're on that planet and the Killer base is just blown up. And the First Order is just bombarding the planet. The, the rebels are on because they blew up Starkiller base and they're fleeing the planet. And you have this opening action scene with Poe Dameron shooting the big dreadnought ship and everything. Uh, and then it cuts to Ray on the thing. Now, one thing I don't understand, and this is, this is a fault of the force awakens as well, is the entire premise of that movie was finding the map to Luke Skywalker. Was that not the entire MacGuffin yep. and plot of that movie? Yeah. Even to the point that, like, Kylo Ren kidnapped Rey. And the reason he kidnapped her is because she had seen the map, and he was going to try to extract the map from her brain. I love uh, that movie. Yeah, but I don't understand the map. Like, Luke made the map, right? And didn't he make the map so that some so that they could put it together, even though that made no sense because R2-D2 just woke up and had the other half? They, so that they could put the map together and find him when they needed him. Was that the reason the map existed? Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, then she they do it and she gets there and he's like, fuck you. I came to this island to die. I'm not leaving the island. It's like, well, then what the hell's the point of the map? That was the entire plot of the previous film. It, right. it literally took the whole plot of the previous movie, which was the map, and didn't even mention it and threw it in the trash and made the whole reason for them even finding the map void. It's almost like Ryan Johnson didn't even talk didn't to J.J. Abrams yeah, about it. Yeah, he didn't watch Force Awakens. Because I thought there would have been like, we put this map together. We spent the entire last movie with this map to find you. And it was not even mentioned or anything. It was just thrown out, thrown in the trash. Yeah. And again, so, why did he have a map to come find him if he clearly says this is he weird. and he wanted to die on the island? It was that with a lot of Phantom Menace mixed in. Hey, you're uh, right, one of my biggest weird. complaints about this movie Biggest, biggest, biggest complaints is that I'm going back to my discussion we had earlier about the villains. Okay. Who in the fuck Snoke. is Supreme Leader Snoke? Who was he? Oh, he's dead now. We'll never know. Yeah. That was, uh, to me, the best scene in the movie. Uh, uh, but I, I will say that I think, in a way, it's almost like there was a trolling going on of the audience. How the, the For two years, everybody has been debating who is Snoke? He has to be somebody, and he really does have to be somebody because he's this old, ancient warrior who's a man who's more powerful than the Emperor. Who just he just where'd he come from? He had to have come from somewhere. And you where know, he was he? Those other six movies. Yeah, he he had to have come from somewhere. There has but, to be a story of who he is and how did he how did he gather all the remnants of the Empire and restart the Empire? And you think you're going to get this answer, and instead. Spoil, they just cut him in half like he's just an extra. And I think almost in a way they did that to like troll the audience. Like, oh, who's Snoke? Doesn't fucking matter. Who gives a shit? You know, now, they just cut him in half. I was thinking about that, Ted, because you, you take Lord Vader, you right? You idiots have spent two years thinking about this. Well, guess yeah. what? Here's your answer. Well, all right, all right. Well, I was thinking about that, Ted. You, you take Lord Vader, right? People bow to Lord Vader. Yeah. He'll do the force choke. Vader is a badass. But... In Empire, when he comes in and he's like, "What is thy biddings, my master?" 
that that scene right there, and you kind of say, okay, there's somebody over Vader, the Emperor. And then the way that they portray it, Vader still has his power in Return of the Jedi. Even though the Emperor's there and he bows to the Emperor, he still has his power, right? When the Force Awakens, yep. Kylo was like Lord Kylo. He was the shit. But in this movie, they made his rank seem like he was no more rank than a stormtrooper. Well, Vader was kind of like, that way in the first movie. He was. Do you think you got him? And I was like, man, nobody would talk to Vader that way. Nobody that was, would talk okay, to Vader. Here's the thing. That, that was a funny line. That was a really funny. That was a really funny line, though. Do you think you got him? <laughs> it, it, it was a funny line, but they they degraded Colin yeah, Ren so fast. You literally have a bunch of like teenagers running the Empire. That's what's funny about it. It's the, the in the Force Awakens. <laughs> the Force Awakens when Kylo Ren steps out and they shoot that laser and he freezes time. You, you're like, this is a that was bad... jaw dropping. That was bad. That badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you were like, man, this is a bad fucking dude. We thought Vader was bad, but Kylo Ren is fucking. He's he's a badass dude. You know what I'm talking about when you first saw that and he yeah, froze, he froze it. Oh yeah, froze the laser. Mm-hmm. But none of that in this movie, man. It was like he like stormtroopers were ranked higher than him. Did you guys feel that any? Now I'm bringing well, it the, to the table. The first time you see Kylo Ren, he's getting uh at the end of Force Awakens, they say Snoke says, "Bring Kylo Ren, it's time to complete his training." And then the first time you see him is in the timeline is like what a half hour after he said that. Like is that this this like again, this is like right Yeah, that movie started after. right. Yeah. And he's up there and the and and Snoke is just talking down to him and treating him like shit and actually makes him like cry basically. Like, he's so mean to him. He makes him like, like have like a little hissy fit. Like he cries and shatters. Like, you see in the trailer, he shatters his helmet because he's all mad and everything. Um, and that's when, that's when he has like a hissy fit because of that. And he says, fuck it, everybody come with me. And he goes out and he's like, I'm going to blow up the, uh, the, the rebel ship, which right. leads okay. to, which leads to the scene of the trailer where him and he's aiming at Leia and he's going to blow Leia up. Here, here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing with the uh, with the Kylo and the Vader and the Emperor and the Snoke thing. There's a reason I think a lot of this happens. Uh, but here, it's a reason, but there's a big problem with it. Not everybody goes and reads the books and the comics and does all the side lore that's considered canon right now. Well, if you read right. the current Marvel Comics Darth Vader comic book, you can see how much. Deep inside, Vader hates the Emperor, and he's basically doing his bidding all over looking for the final Jedi. The Emperor treats Vader like a pile of shit in this comic book that's currently running. It's currently canon, um, and I really suggest any fan that really wants to get more of who Vader was, read this Darth Vader comic that's going on right now. But the way that Snoke pretty much is treating Kylo Emperor did the exact same thing to Vader during this time period. Yeah. Um, and right. if you guys – I just really urge a lot of people to read it because it's a hell of a comic book. But you see, like – remember the remember the librarian, Jocasta? Um, that, Jocasta the, New? Jocasta New. <laughs> I can't well, believe I current, know the name of the fucking, the fucking Jedi librarian. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah the I'm the a Star Wars comic fan book, audience. I know the name of the Jedi librarian. Yeah, the current comic book has Vader on a quest that the, that the Emperor sends to go kill her because they found out that she's still alive. And she's still holding some of the most sacred Jedi archives in like a special cave. And they've got the Inquisitors involved and all, all this stuff is like current 
Star Wars canon that I really suggest everyone reading. But when you were saying that about Kylo and Snoke, it's almost identical. And not only that, when Snoke's talking, they're playing the Emperor's music in the background. Yeah. So wh- why? Like if he's supposed to be somebody else, why are they doing that? Well, again, it's 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 uh, it's they killed him off in a way that was just it was I thought it was pretty awesome how they killed him, even though you wonder how could uh, how could he not sense that the lightsaber was turning next right on the table next to him? Seemed a little odd, like Palpatine right, yeah, yeah. never would have been fooled by that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's been two years of building up. He he has to be somebody important in the universe to be this powerful and ancient. And it's a it's a question that may it's I guess it's not relevant, but it's still something that's like <laughs> he can't just he can't just be nobody. Okay, so what if? Okay, I'm going to ask you guys a question. If a lot of these plot holes that we I've, I've asked Ted this a lot, or we have brought this up. If a lot of these plot holes are answered in Episode Nine, and say say the theory that Snoke that we saw was a clone that he had created because he knew this was going to, or that'd be amazing. Say that we find, Say if we get the Knights of Ren finally and the reason where they were – or they were the Praetorian Guards the whole time. If a lot of these questions get am- answered in Episode Nine, my whole review on this movie is completely different. But we don't yeah. know if that's going to happen. If, if it we turns out that that was a – It is and it isn't. If it turned out that that was a clone of Snoke, and that would be amazing. Or if it was what everyone thinks, it was Darth Plagueis. Who who has the ability to quote unquote cheat death? Death, yep. And he's just back alive again in the next movie because he comes walking in like, "Yeah, fuck you, I'm Darth Plagueis," they, which is canon. See, I think that'd be great. And J.J. Abrams, I mean, Disney has to know that there's a. It seemed like when the Force Awakens came out, there was everybody was on board. Everyone liked that movie, but this one definitely has like a fifty fifty where peep, some people love it and some people are like, "What the That's fuck awesome. did I just watch?" Yeah. And they know. I, I, they have to know, so they they and they're they're in the process of writing the next movie right now. They could and JJ they could they could totally do this some retconning and make though, this part one. They could do some retconning and fix problems that people have if you know. Yeah, they uh, could answer a lot of the questions that we walked out of there like, well, why this or why that? And... Yeah, like and like again, like it's mainly it's to me it's all this um all these unanswered questions like the Knights of Ren and a lot of this is stuff we built up on our head. You know, but again, it's like, okay, the Knights of Ren, you see them standing with Darth, with, with Kylo Ren. Even never, Ray saw them. Ray they, saw them yeah, in the vision. It's they like, never, well, where, they never where'd they go? Them. They never mentioned them. They never explained them. And again, it, it would have been great if they were the guards with Snoke. That would have been great. But they, they, you, they weren't the guards. They were completely different outfits. Well, there was it, six of them and there was eight of the guards. So that doesn't, that doesn't match but either. I see people trying to say, oh, it was the guards. No, it was not the guards. It so wasn't it was, the guards. It's a bunch of bullshit. So, There's that. There's like, again, another question that annoys me. And I guess it's just not that important. But again, how the hell did Maz Kanata get Luke's lightsaber? I know maybe that's not important to the story. That's cool. She's got it because I got it here. Because <laughs> I got that one here. But it's I know it's not important to the story, but it's still something you where like I guarantee you if you ask the writers of the movie how did she get it, they they wouldn't know. They'd be like, oh, I don't know, just somehow and, met her. And didn't it seem like Maz was gonna play a bigger part in Last Jedi? She, she was shouldn't have even she was on the intercom the whole time or like in a video chat, basically showing her shooting around flying in a jetpack. That was the weirdest that's another thing. Like okay, yeah. look, that was one of the. Like, let's get into some of the cheesy crap that happened in this movie because plot wise, 
But I also want to get. Can I tell you my list? I want to get into the yeah we'll, we'll things that should list. not have been in it. I want to get into the Luke Skywalker, what they did to his character as well, because that's mm-hmm. yeah. to be the most. All right, all right. Well, here's my kind of list of things that should not have been in the movie. Things that were George Lucas. There were parts in this movie, and now, I'll let you go in a second. There were parts in this movie that made the Phantom the worst parts of the Phantom Menace seem tame. Right. And I'm not even joking. Where I was in the so, theater, and I said, I cannot believe what I'm looking at. All right. This should not have been in the movie. The whole casino scene, for one. Oh, fuck. Because that was so bad. Right. Like, you're right, Ted. That was the worst thing ever. In I told you that before you saw it. And I said, there is yeah. a sequence in this movie that Jar Jar Binks would be ashamed of. <laughs> they, go to, they go to this casino planet called Canto Bite. And it was just dumb. In, in, uh, All the in characters. The subplot, it's the worst thing in the whole movie. This Finn subplot that is goes nowhere, and it's he has this annoying girl with him that goes nowhere. And they go to this casino planet called Canto Bite, and it is the in in it, it is there was nothing. This is like something out of the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> is in the Last Jedi. Yeah. What am I? What is happening here? It was terrible. It was that so the bad. money, the drunk people. All right, that that should have not been in the movie. A little it's alien me. putting coins in BBA, and then BBA shoots all the coins like a machine gun. Like what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. All right. So the casino scene, and and people know that's heard me talk about Star Wars. Knows my biggest thing with the prequels was the fucking rat tails. It was cheesy and the characters, but they gave him rat tails, and it was just dumb. But all the characters. All right. Luke drinking from an alien tip. Oh, that's the worst. That was the worst. Everybody's part. talking was... about that scene that had no reason to be in the movie. That was George Lucas. I don't need to see how Luke lives off the land. That was aliens dumb. doing their fucking laundry and <laughs> to it was stupid. They, yeah, not in the movie. A couple but, of, okay, okay. A couple of aliens show up in this movie that are living on Luke's planet again. Have no reason to be there. They're, the movie does not lose or gain anything by those characters being there. There's a couple of alien of, of puppets right out of the movie Labyrinth, mm-hmm. yeah, living on the planet with Luke on the island, and they're like doing laundry and all sorts. It's it's utterly bizarre. To, to and see. the whole joke was like, oh, they can't stand Ray, and it's like, ugh, like okay. Ray Ray keeps knocking their shit over and and whatever, and but they looked they looked like they were like out of a. They look like they were at a labyrinth. They look like they're called the ter- they're, from- yeah. they're called the caretakers. Yeah, the caretakers. All right, the the stupid chicken people should not have been in the movie. Whenever Por- Chewbacca is sitting there and he's getting ready to eat the eat the meat. Oh, the porgs. Oh, the porg. I like the porgs. Yeah. I, I didn't care for them. I didn't care for the llamas. I didn't care for the characters. I, didn't, I mean, that's the type of stuff that I'm like, man. And, and, and new people to Star Wars have told me, oh, you're you're being too hard on it. But that's what people hated in the Phantom Menace was. And I've always say this to pod. Whenever you're watching the pod race and you got the two headed announcer doing stupid stuff, it, it is why people hated. Hated the Phantom Menace it was, because it was the stupid, over, ignorant. It was all the cheesy bullshit that they. Put I hate in that to break movie. this to you, but Star Wars has always been silly from the beginning. No, it's not. There's no, nothing, not like there's no. nothing I, that stupid. There's Jar Jar Binks always been through silly. this first half. There is what, name anything in the Empire Strikes Back that was silly, where there were goofy aliens nothing, doing goofy shit. Nothing. It's that's a, that's a dumb argument, and I've I've heard people say this as well. 
people that- and if it's silly we wouldn't have so much investment i wouldn't have a tattoo on the back of my kid dressed up as a jedi if it there was there weren't silly. any goofy ass aliens in the first star wars movie as far as i'm concerned yeah. yeah the goofiest thing and that was the cantina band and that but uh i i hear people make this argument and it's driving me crazy people that go well they you you're, you just don't like it because they took star wars in a new direction it's like no i don't like it because it was dumb and because it didn't make sense. Now, it didn't make sense. One thing, one thing that I like about all the new Star Wars stuff, all of it, is Yoda. Now, when we see oh, Yoda, let's talk, swamp, Yoda this, let's talk about Yoda. Let's talk about Yoda. Now, 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 when you see Yoda in the swamp, when he's sitting there beating the stick on R2's head, yeah. that's Yoda. What is this guy that we get now in these new movies? This proper, superior... Well, well, the, the that's not Yoda. Did, am I wrong? In saying, I mean, he got serious when he when he taught Luke, but when he was on Luke's back, that's not the Yoda that we see. I mean, they 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 threw the original Yoda out the window for well, me. In the, in the prequels, he was the serious Yoda, and he was more like he wasn't re- like a Return of the Jedi. He was like he was in the prequels, where he wasn't. Uh, he was very serious, but Yoda is shoehorned into the Last Jedi. He shows up in oh, a cameo. Big time. As a force goes, again, does not need to be in the movie, but they shoehorned him in. Am I wrong? Did Yoda look really fucking weird? Yeah, the CGI was terrible. It was and, okay, and it, has Yoda been around the whole time on that on that planet with Luke? Because if I, that's the case, uh-huh. did, why did he tell him that Ray was coming? Another another force yeah. wielder is coming. Uh, oh, there's another well, thing I, about I Yoda. I, I, I was you know, I was first struck though because Yoda appears. And I first was struck by it looked like I guess it was a puppet, but it looked like a thousand times worse than Yoda's ever looked. It looked like some they went to eBay and bought some knockoff Yoda puppet <laughs> and stuck it in the movie. It was re- it looked really really bad for some reason. There's another thing. There's another thing I want to mention something about Yoda when he shows up. I did not know that a Force ghost. Could actually affect the physical world by summoning yeah, lightning. The, the you know what? Exactly. Yoda, exactly. The Yoda ghost hits Luke in the head with his stick, mm-hmm. and then zaps and then shoots lightning out of his hand and blows shit up. It's a ghost. So yeah. where's Yo- where's now, Ghost Qui Gon and Ghost Anakin and all those other go- Obi Wan? How come they're not showing up either? Maybe they'll come back into it. Uh, mm-hmm. And let me get to the last thing that, that, that really bothered me, and I'm going to be shot down for this. Chat's going to hate me. The world's going to hate me for saying this. The whole world. But I'm, but I'm going to speak the truth, all right? <laughs> I know Carrie Fisher died in real life. <laughs> all right, I, I mean, and, and hear me out. Uh-huh. But when, when you're making The Last Jedi, and, and God, I'm sorry for saying this, but we're, we're judging this movie. Whether she had a sickness or not, I don't know. But whenever they're, they're doing takes of this movie and she completely is speaking mushmouth and you can't fucking understand nothing she's saying, you call so, cut. She's so hopped up on drugs. You call cut. But, but for me, I could, I, she was speaking gibberish. Like, like she was fucking drunk. Because she was. She was. She, she OD'd on drugs. She died on drugs, yeah. Did you guys physically understand her in this movie or did she have mush mouth a lot of times like, and she I was has like, she I has mush i can't mouth. understand what she's saying she um, has mush mouth but i i forgave some of that stuff and i i think a lot of it was because of the fact that i knew that she was she had passed well can we talk about how, how are they gonna 
how they didn't re-edit this movie at all, so she's alive and well at the end of the movie, but they said they're not going to have her in the next one. because And they're not so going to CGI her either. So are they just going to – how do they explain that? Are they going to have the opening crawl come up and say, uh, Leia's dead, moving on. I, I, think, I, I, think, I think it's kind of like – you know, we were talking about this at work. You know, when you go to Jamaica, it's illegal to smoke weed, but it's tolerated. People just know. So I think that it's just going to be tolerated that people know that she died. I think it's I think it's just people know, and it's and that's it. Well, that's going to be a gonna, really big problem in in episode nine if they don't explain that. But she's, 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 she's a Skywalker. I think it's just going to be tolerated that they needed to. You know, you know, you know, know they're, not, they're not even going to touch it. You know, what my opinion was of what they should. If we can go into things that it's a waste in this movie anyway. Things that would have made the movie better. They should. This is what they should have done. And I, I, they needed to kill her at the end of this movie just to explain it. And how you could have killed her is the scene near the beginning when Kylo Ren is like really tormented about shooting her. And then he, what happens is he, then he doesn't do it. And then what happens is, and we'll get into one of, again, in the theater going, I can't believe what I'm looking at. Two other TIE fighters shoot instead and blow up and she gets sucked out into space. Um, they should that, have had that, that scene be well. Let, let me that Mars should, coming back in, man. They God. should have had that scene be at the end of the movie when they're getting away. They could have had Kylo Ren go up there, chasing him, and, and you you see he has light and he's going to f- blow him up, and he says, "I can't do it," and he doesn't do it. Then the other Tie Fighters do do it, and it kills Leia. And then have Kylo Ren be like, "Oh!" and he shoots and, and kills the other. He two shoots tie the fighters. other two Tie Fighters. And, yeah, and, and I, the movie I agree. Ends, they killed Leia at the end of the movie, and Kylo Ren shows lightness that he. He couldn't do it, and then he blows up the two guys that did do it. And it, I just was thinking, you could have rearranged that scene and put it at the end and killed her off, and it would have been a great scene. Yeah, but and, they needed the Star-Lord scene. I mean, the Leia coming back into they, they didn't need that fucking scene. They didn't need it again. Uh, okay, this movie, uh, I was, and again, I'll go, we're going to talk about things we liked about it, because there was a lot of light, but... Mm-hmm. Was, they said this was a puppet Yoda, just like in the original. It was looks, it a puppet? It, I think, but it looked awful. It did. That, it looked like a bad piece of you, shit. You want to know what else looked bad? One of the best dialogues, I think, other than than like the you know the original characters in the Star Wars universe, the first three that we saw was I cannot think of his name. I'm sitting here trying to think of it, but Lando Calrissian's co-pilot, Nian Num, has the coolest dialogue voice. And, and, and you know, you know, that he does. He looked crazy, dumb. Didn't even look like he looked like he was ten times bigger than what he normally was. And they should have given him a line, at least saying something, because that was a callback to the originals. Oh, well, also, also, uh, yeah. I mean, fact- you, you agree? Remember when? when remember how he would talk? Yeah. Talk to the Jedi. Yeah. The way his tongue would roll. But I mean, it's just like you saw him. It was a shout out. But, well, they killed. Also, you notice you notice that uh, another classic Admiral character, Akbar. Admiral Akbar, literally died, and his death was just mentioned in a line of dialogue. Uh, Admiral Akbar got that one hit me like, really hard. What? That that one hit me hard right there. Oh, oh really? You were crying, Tiger Claw, in the no, theater? Come on, Admiral Akbar, going, uh, one of the heroes of the rebellion. Yeah, but, but the, just but did, gloss over his death. They didn't like, give him just, a good death. If he's a hero of the rebellion, why not? They literally just part of the ship blew up, and then someone says, uh, "Admiral Ackbar got blown up." It's like, oh, and then they, they never <laughs> did it again. And, and, and for the people that's listening to this, I, I do want to say this: I've got so many books here. The Star Wars universe, 
is so perfect. Like, like Gabe, I know you got those books where you open it up, and it's like a Sears catalog with the Star Wars stuff, and it'll have a spaceship, and it'll say it's so many kilotons of force thrust. Oh, we, dude, we we get the I mean, every, uh, we, get, we get the art books of every movie that comes out, so yeah, we have literature coming out of our asshole. Even like like how many eyelets are in the boots that they wear. I mean, it's like everything is so detailed in this movie that it you got to critique it like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is all. And people got to realize this is all coming from love. We're not. We're not. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't no, want to be that guy to bash Star, Star Wars. Wars. I wouldn't be passionate about mm-hmm. bitching about this movie. Now, one thing that that I that I absolutely loved that I've never seen in any of the movies. Two things that uh, that I think is great. One of the greatest things of the Star Wars universe is Kylo Ren's lightsaber. The sound of it, the look of it, everything about it. I love it. I love Kylo Ren. I love his, his spoiled brat attitude. I like him. But they gave the adats dialogue in this. And the way that their stance was, standing before Luke, was fucking badass. I love that shit. Remember, remember how the, like, you know, cause they're always got the stiff legs, but they kind of put them to the side. Yeah. Almost dude, like the you bull, see, almost like the bull the comparison. The dirt. That shit was so fucking tight, man. You should see the comparison of those adats. To the original ones, they've they've actually showed the comparison in size. They dwarf. I mean, they literally are so much bigger than the ones we saw in Empire Strikes Back. But, uh, but did you like the, the like they had dialogue? Like like they looked pissed off. Yeah. Um. One thing I wanted to mention uh, again. I was watching the movie, and my mind was kind of just going immediately, like, "What's happening?" Uh, Let's just we're we only have twenty minutes left, so we got to kind of start. Let's talk about the long. good stuff instead. Well, of the let's bad talk. Stuff. Uh, there's a few more bad things what I want to liked. talk about. Leia, <laughs> Leia, Mary Poppy, Pop, Mary Poppinsing her way through space. Uh, I yeah, she, I like that. Had, but, I like I, that. I, but she got she got think, sucked out into space and froze. She was like floating in space. Wouldn't she just be dead? She was floating in space. Frozen, like her face was frozen, and then suddenly she reaches her hand out and flew like something out of. So it, it looked really cheesy. I almost she, thought maybe yeah, I, I didn't mind that. She created a force bubble maybe, around maybe her so face. that she could be able to yeah. breathe oxygen and then fly back. Oh, see, okay. When when you uh. see the power that Luke was able to do by de- using himself as a decoy on the final scenes. I think we got the same power from Leia. I, basically, we saw how powerful the Skywalkers were. And okay. apparently, she's just as powerful as he is, but we've only seen it or heard about it in either literature or just, we saw it for. I think it was just a different part of the force that we saw that she okay. used. Well, and and I, I'm okay I'm, with I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm really okay with that. A couple little that. points, real quick. Now, jumping around to certain little things. Okay, that. Uh, secondly, uh, uh, the reason. Kylo Ren turned evil is because Luke just sensed that he had darkness in him, and Luke decided he was going to murder him in his sleep. Correct? So so Kylo Ren wakes up, and Luke is standing over him with his green lightsaber, and like a crazy, like, and and this is all based on he just had a, a thought that he has evil, and so Kylo Ren went evil, really, because he woke up and his uncle was trying to murder him. And that's kind of what drove right. Kylo Ren to go crazy and become bad. I blurted okay, it out. And if Luke, I, if I Luke could sense that, why even train him? If Luke can sense that, why? And why isn't Yoda telling him not to train the kid? But isn't that, that's, a, see, that's a little outside of Luke's character. 
into his now, into his nephew's bedroom while he's sleeping and stab him to death in his sleep. It just seemed uh, what that I don't know whatever. See that that scene I blurred out in the theater and Freeman was like shh, shh, stop because Did you blurt out, okay, what'd you, what'd you when blurt I'm, out? When I blurted it out, because me and Ashton were talking about Star Wars, when I saw the handle of the green lightsaber, I was like, oh, this, this is – and I blurted out, oh, my God, Ashton, it's green, it's green, before, because I wanted to get that out before he yeah, fired it up. I thought they up. were going to show his green lightsaber. I was wondering where but it was. It, but I was like – that was kind of like, oh, shit, awesome moment. Whenever yeah, whenever you just saw the handle of the green lightsaber, and yeah. you know what's about to come out, and, and I was trying to get it out of my mouth and couldn't, and oh, fuck, it's going to be green, then he fired it up, and it was the green one from Jedi. All right. Okay, the reconstructed so, one did. Uh, he, he was telling yeah, yeah, Peter. Yeah, I was trying to speed this along because we're running out of time. Okay, another thing. Captain fucking Phasma. Captain Phasma, who they hyped, they hyped up in the for the she's, first movie. She's in she's all the alive. advertising, <laughs> everything. She was in that last movie on screen for two minutes in The Force Awakens. And then they show her in this new movie in this big epic duel with Finn and all the trailers, and they and they even said she's going to have more to do. She was in the movie less than she was in The Force Awakens. She showed up for one scene, got her ass beat by Finn, and then fell to her death. Or did she? I don't think she does. She fell into a bunch of fucking flames, but who knows? Because they... They prove she can deflect bullets, but I mean, still, she can she can fly, right? How? Why is Phasma even a thing? Why are they giving her so? She's she's in two movies, been, episode seven and eight combined. She she's the Boba Fett of this minutes. new trilogy. Except oh, yeah. she's gay. She sucks. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, okay, real quick, we got some kind of. I'm not gonna. It's not it's not breaking news, but check this out. My son on the Uncanny Expos. Um, web page. I just sent it in the in the uh, messenger. He just put up a post that says the working title for episode nine is called Black Diamond, and they said that if you notice the black diamond obsidian that's Snoke's wearing the jewelry, that comes from the catacombs in Darth Vader's Mustafar Castle. They so will, they won't have anything like that in that movie. Yeah, I bet you they do. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. I bet I you they it. do. <laughs> Oh, no, I bet oh, you they do. Oh, there's there's one. Why thing would they that call it should... Black Diamond all of a sudden? There's one thing I that's want to mention. Title, that's the working title for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, but... let me think of any other stupid things in the movie. Okay. And the, <laughs> and the dumbest the dumbest thing in the movie that got me the most mad, and you guys can comment, is Luke at the end of the movie. Uh, and we can talk about Luke how he they faints. Turned, they turned the greatest hero in movie history into a groveling, cowardly asshole selfish, cowardly asshole is what they turned Luke into. And I thought Luke was going to be epic and train Ray. And maybe this is me having expectations, but he didn't teach Ray anything. He literally taught her nothing. And she just said, okay, well, fuck you. You're a piece of garbage. And she just and left. Bounced. Yeah, that's, left. that literally happens in the movie. She says, you're a piece of shit and you're worthless and I'm leaving. And she goes to Kylo Ren for help because she's like, well, Luke's not going to help me do anything. Um, and then Luke, at the end of the movie, I, I was in the theater going, he shows up at the end, and I said, this movie is saved. He's going to walk out there, and it's going to be the greatest Star Wars scene ever. He's going to start using the Force to throw AT-ATs at other AT-ATs. He said at the beginning of the movie, what am I supposed to do, stand before the entire First Order and take them on? They're going to have that happen. He's going to go out there and start throwing TIE fighters with the fours, and this is going to be I the greatest. I thought it was real, man. He's going to single-handedly defeat the entire 
First Order army with his mind. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. And then they open fire on him in a really funny bit of dialogue. It was Kyla, the greatest, man. It was clapping. That Kyla, was, awesome. Yeah, that was Kyla, awesome. Kylo Ren's like, everyone fire on that man. And they all start shooting. And then he comes walking. He gets shot like a million lasers. And he comes walking out. He and brush, so wet and walk he, out. He brought, and everyone in the theater went nuts. And then... Uh, um, yeah, they all fire on him, and then uh, I can't remember what happened next. But Kylo Ren goes out to fight him, and then you find out he's not. He, it's it's a hologram. He wasn't okay. even there. It's all of it's all like I thought. I thought he deflected all the lasers and survived because he's that badass. He can survive that. No, but he so, fainted from a hologram. And then it turns out Luke is still sitting on the island, and he somehow has figured out how to astral project his his consciousness. Wherever he wants, and you knew something was up because he had the blue lightsaber. It had just been destroyed. I immediately was like, why has he got that lightsaber? That lightsaber was destroyed five minutes ago. Um, but again, and then he buys everybody time, and then he dies of exhaustion, I guess, and collapses and, and fades away like Obi-Wan Kenobi. But if you're going to have him walk out there and then die anyway, it just in the movie, it would have been so much cooler if he literally did just show up and go out there and just brave, be brave, and he fights the First Order and buys everyone time, and he's fucking everything up, and then he dies of exhaustion there on the battlefield. Just falls over. But instead, Do you think it's he like, just died because he was he died on his own terms? Like, he was it was done? What he was, he, his work was done? I so guess. he really didn't die, he just kind of transitioned over? Because, answer me this question, do you guys wait, think wait, wait, that he just Vader fainted, struck, right? did Vader strike Obi-Wan and kill him, or did Obi-Wan just Transition as well. When well, he, he a lifted, lightsaber what, went through his body. <laughs> no, but no, 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 no. no. Kind of but get, get yeah, but no. In. It just the cloak just disappeared. Yeah. The saber went up. He looked up. He looked straight to Vader. The saber went up. Closed his eyes. And when Vader went to strike him, the the cloak disappears. We've never seen yeah. that. Could have been. No, I'm saying we we could. So Yoda passed on his own terms. Luke's passing on his own terms. Well, did Obi-Wan pass on his own terms? I, I don't know, but I just think maybe, maybe it's me not wanting artsy yeah. bullshit. He died? He, he transitioned. He's, he, Luke died. Yeah, he's he, gone. He, dis, he disappeared. He died? I thought he fainted from exhaustion. No, his he, cloak. No, but, but he disappeared like, Luke, like Yoda and all the rest of the Jedi. He's right. dead. I think I was so pissed at that but my point is, my point is that scene would have been so much more badass if he really had shown up. And it's like it, it, it would have been this brave moment where he overcame all his problems. But it wasn't brave. He said he was a million fucking light years away on another planet playing a little gag. You know, you he, didn't, he didn't actually show up and do anything. The next movie, they need to keep it. Oh God, my mind just went blank. The girl Ray. They need to keep. They need to keep the, the camera on Ray because Ray is real Star Wars material. Ray Ray is uh, very attractive in this film. <laughs> but what I'm saying, she Ray's looking real she good. She is this Star Wars. She is, she is Star Wars, and that's Star- what I thought we were going to get more of her story because it seemed one- like they were setting that up I in Force we Awakens. Get, I thought we were going to get Luke training. You know what the funniest thing about the Luke training? Luke said to Ray. Uh, there's three lessons I have to teach you, and he only gets to two of them, and she says, fuck it, I'm out of here. That shows yeah. you how little Luke trained Ray to do anything. Luke, Luke, and that's, again, it's a problem I have with the movie, I'm sorry. Luke is a selfish, cowardly asshole in this movie, and it's it's and even Mark Hamill has said he has problems with it. 
And I don't know yeah, why because they chose to we go never this got, road. Yeah, with, we never saw that Luke in any of the other movies. All of a sudden he turns you know, bitter old man. The Jedi. They've been showing the, the Star Wars movies on TNT all weekend. And it, you, it, I was watching Return of the Jedi, and it's like depressing to like now, look at Luke in that movie and then go, what? why did they turn him into this piece of – Han Solo was still oh, Han Solo in the last movie. Right, Look at how Frankie. noble he is in Battlefront 2. He's just very noble. He speaks <laughs> up yeah. Battlefront 2. He's like noble, and he's talking to that. What did you call him? He's more. He's more like Gandalf in this, where he's a like grumpy asshole. But, old Frankie but, Beemol brought, made me forget about something, but he what? brought this up. Uh, he what? said Luke. Did, he said, "Hold on, wait." He said Luke didn't show up because he had no ship. Right now, when I saw the X-wing in the ocean. He had yep. the X-Wing. He had the X-Wing. It was in the ocean. But but I thought when I saw that, I was like, we're going to see the Force lift. You know what, Sean? For sure. I and he's going to get in it and he's going to take off. I said the same fucking thing. They're going to pay off the Empire Strikes Back because Luke could not lift the X-Wing out of the water in the Empire Strikes Back. He couldn't do it. Remember that? They're going to have the scene at this one where he has a, ch- a change of heart and he walks up there and it shows how much more powerful. He's going to lift the X-Wing out of the water and it's going to pay off the Imagine. Empire Strike. It would have been, the, it would have been amazing. The wars around the world if that would have happened. And People would have gone him in a fucking X-Wing. Oh and you, you, have, you have the music play as he oh, lifts God. it out of the water. And it pays right now. And that it didn't would have been happen. amazing. See, it, it, Think about it, that, Gabe. Think about, about that. that. I, dude, I trust me. I, I thought about that too. That that was why why show it then if you're not going to do anything with it. But you could have had you could have had him lift it and then Yoda appears and it makes a little joke says, "Oh, finally you can fucking do it." See, good job. Finally, you know, and he lifts the lifts it out of the water and then you ha- you have you have you have to see you have Ray leaves and Luke is all like shit and then. R2-D2 still hanging around, and he goes in and shows him the hologram of Leia, and then Luke walks outside and looks down at that X-Wing, and he's like, I gotta go, I gotta go help my sister, I gotta help these people, and he lifts it out of the water, and the music goes, ooh, ooh, you know, it's, it's amazing. Not in the movie. Didn't happen. Imagine that, Gabe, imagine that, the people who went out there that and looked at the awesome. X-Wing. What, mm-hmm. what, what and do you guys... And went and just... Kick ass, and, and, and then he flies in, and he's he flies over the the, the he flies over the, uh, the 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 battlefield, and Kylo Ren sees his X wing go by. He's like, I know that X wing, and Luke is just shooting him the fucking bird. Oh, that would have been awesome. He's like, yeah, right, <laughs> right here, Kylo Ren. And also, I want to know this is a, a serious question. Oh and my I talked, god, man, that would have been so awesome. I talked about this with Sub Z. Kylo Ren is doing all this because he wants to fulfill what Darth Vader started. At no time. Has Luke ever said to Kylo Ren or anybody said, you know that Darth Vader turned good at the end and killed the Emperor, and he never would have wanted you to do this. He actually s- destroyed the Emperor in turn. Is, no one's ever explained, because Luke is the and only one. No witness. one ever explained when Snoke was able to manipulate Kylo. So where was Snoke during the training? How did he get to Kylo to manipulate him to the dark side? And how did they yeah. meet? We're never going to know any of that stuff. Now, we got to respect Jedi of Light. Jedi of Light said in chat, he said, when he faces down the army of Adats was one of the best moments of Star Wars ever. And we know Jedi is a true fan like us. I respect that. There's there's another interesting... It's a great moment, but there was nothing at stake because he wasn't actually there. There was nothing brave about it. That's like me facing down a gunman over FaceTime. We call that a wussy. There's a a great moment. He wasn't there. 
there's a there's an interesting moment that happens in the movie with Laura Dern's character. And it's a, a tactic that I never that seen cool done scene. in a Star Wars movie, and I wonder why they never used this tactic before. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. she takes out the supremacy going through hyperspace. That was cool. She cut the uh, the big ship in half by flying through. No, but yeah, I, the ships were cool. The supremacy and the dreadnought were amazing. No, but as far as Luke facing down the Adats, that that that's the problem I have. There was nothing brave or anything about it because he wasn't actually there doing it. He was. It was like he was phoning it in from the other side of the galaxy. So he was. There. There was nothing brave about it. You know. It's like trolling somebody over Twitter. That's what he was doing. I don't know. Uh, Maybe okay. I'm, an I'm, old I'm like fitty, exhausted. I, yeah, me it, too. The, the movie to me was too much of it. So close. It's, it's a what could have been movie. So much could have been a little yeah. different. You know, you know what? At the end of the day, well, people will get over it. Yes. People got over over uh, Empire Strikes Back when that came out, and I'm pretty sure people will get well, over uh, the Last nobody Jedi. Hated the nobody hated. The, didn't uh, did any did people hate the Empire Strikes Back when it came out? I'm I'm pretty sure people were not happy about some of the stuff that happened in Empire Strikes Back, but then they soon got over it. The same will be said I don't about think this any one. movie's been as polarizing as this one. Wait, this movie's wait, polarizing wait. as shit. Yeah. Episode nine is going to be directed by a... uh, by J.J. Abrams. Do you think J. he's J. going to undo what happened in the Last Jedi? No, or because is he Ryan follow Johnson with what apparently happened? is going to help. No, because Ryan Johnson's helping him with the movie as well. well have we you guys have heard that? Uh, have Awakened you guys heard that? I heard, I read that the last shot it has over twenty minutes of deleted scenes. The movie was three hours in its original cut. That's what I said earlier. It got decified, decified. It got cut, and we I, we probably would have seen the Knights of Ren or some callback to them. Because weren't those the students that uh, Kylo ended up leaving with? The ones that did yeah, survive because he killed said, the other Luke ones. Luke said that when he left, he took a, a few of the Je- a few of the Jedi went with him, like they joined him. Okay, so where are those Knights of Ren? Because that's who they uh, are. We're, we're never going to find out. It'll never yeah. be mentioned. <laughs> are they at happening. Mustafar in the Black Diamond? <laughs> okay, we've got cat. four minutes left. So uh, quickly, what did you like about the movie? <laughs> what everybody like, claims like that this space is the best combat. one ever made. Yes, but yeah. Space combat, the ships were really cool. The uh, I did like the Leia using her powers. Too. I hated it. I I, 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 I like the force, but I thought it looked so cheesy. I think with Leia and uh, Carrie Fisher, I don't think it could have looked anything but cheesy. Unfortunately, have you seen the Jungle Book that Disney made? Her age and oh yeah, yeah. Disney can do some badass shit. Well, shit, before the movie, they showed the Infinity War trailer in all its glory, and I was like, oh, my God. That, yeah. But we'll get off of that. But um, And we'll have yeah, you back for that movie. I like, yeah, I like the uh, I like the ships. I like, I, I, you know what? I didn't hate the movie. That's the I, problem. That's the thing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate the movie it. either. I'm, I'm, I, I'm frustrated by the movie because it, it feels just so, like, it's the biggest. It's too Lucas-y. It's it's the biggest woulda coulda shoulda movie I've ever seen. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to nitpick a Star Wars was so good. the way I'm doing this one. I didn't nitpick uh, yeah. Force Awakens at all. No, I, I didn't. Either. I didn't nitpick Rogue One. I, I I feel about this movie how I felt after I saw The Phantom Menace when I walked out. I was like confused by what I had just seen, and that's the thing. It that's why I was like this movie felt to me it felt like a Star Wars prequel. 
But, but it, The Force Awakens, they did go back to puppets like the originals. But that's what's weird about this. This one went back to stupid CGI bullshit everywhere. Yep. It went back. It, it, had, it had all this CGI, like those. They had an entire stupid subplot and, and, and about, an, about animal cruelty and yeah. saving these weird deer monsters. Again, has nothing to do with anything, yeah. but they jam it in there. And there's these yeah. a scene where Finn is riding these these horse things, yeah. and it's like, why is this in this movie? And, and to say the what chatters, you want about wait, Force wait, Awakens, chatters, yeah, ahead, we're, we're going off of live. Tiger, take us off of live. You're going to have to download the podcast form to hear the final 10 minutes of this show. So uh, there's a show coming up. Thanks for the chatters for listening. But uh, we're going off of live right now. Okay, continue. Okay, say what you want about Force Awakens, them playing it safe. But that movie, the more I think about it and the more the times that I have seen it again, that movie, the pacing of that movie is perfect because it it, it gives you – a breakdown of each character of what they're going through the movie. Just like you said, Sean, earlier, Return of the Jedi shows different scenes. We got a, we Chapters. got a great, we got Jakku. We've got, we got, we got um, the First Order. We got Han and Leia. We got Maz Kanata, where she, her planet. But they broke, the, pa- the pacing was so good in that movie that it all led up to the ending with the, the death of Han. I'm your father. This was oh, no, just no, no, like, no, this was like a mishmash of this just a bunch was, of scenes. This movie and it was up, up and down. It was up, up and, and down. down all over the map. Like, like Force Awakens was consistently. And I'll say this like again about you look at those Star Wars prequels. They can, they're a mess. But at least they're consistent in what they're, they are. This like movie was, was like – this movie went from like me seeing something like, oh, that's awesome to 30 seconds later going, oh, what – oh. You know what I'm saying? Like it was up and down, up and down, up and down. And then I, I was just disappointed at the end where I thought we're going to get the this this scene is going to be the greatest scene in Star Wars history. Luke is going to start throwing AT-ATs at each other, and then it turns out he's a hologram. That's what. And I, I just walked out of the theater feeling empty. Like God. Me too. You know, and I, I don't. I the don't potential, have, man. You know the build-up, Gabe. It's been two years, like you said, and I know your passion for it, Gabe. Yeah, you know, me and Ted see it every day, dude. I mean, you <laughs> you spill your guts out for the Star Wars and Marvel universe, dude. And oh, I love Star Wars. Have you, does. Trust me, I just I just movie. But, but has, I'm just saying, movie, but to, for both of you, to hear you guys spill your guts the way that you spilled it, to like it, don't get me wrong, but to have flaws is. Something they need to go back to the drawing boards for the next one. Yeah, if I was to give this to grade, I'm still going to give it a B because when I'm walking out of this movie, I still enjoyed it. I, there was there was a lot of WTF moments, but I did like Snoke a lot. I love the Praetorian Guards. I love the fact that we finally saw his guards in action. The royal, oh, yeah. the, the, the guards, the royal guards. We never saw them do a damn thing. Yeah, Yoda. The M- the M- those guards were the worst guards. Like the only time they did anything was Yoda throwing him into a wall. But these Praetorian guards, we actually saw them kick some ass, and there were yeah, a few weird. times they, they 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 had <laughs> Kylo and and Ray. I mean, almost. I mean, it just it. I'm glad we saw that. That was really really cool. It, it kind of appreciated that. Being that you said it, it real quick, yeah, you know, we've been to Tomb of the Unknown Soldier several times, right? And, and they do all the ceremony stuff that like the 21 steps. They pause for 21 seconds, 
and they're like, we will protect this tomb, right? And, and me and Freeman Mom has always been like, yeah, would they really protect it? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's uh, whatever. You know, they, but they do that 24 they hours do. a day. In the yep, snow. They sure 5 do. 5 a.m. in the morning, they're out there marching at Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. They never stop doing it. Never, never, never. There's never, always never, a never. And we were there one time, and there was a mouthy kid, a five-year-old, in the crowd. And that fucking guard stopped and pranced and marched over there and told her to shut her fucking kid up or leave or he would remove her and went back and started doing his thing again but it, but he went over there in, in a proper way but he shut that shit down and i was like <laughs> holy shit they this is the real deal he was not playing man he was like i will remove you wow five-year-old kid man <laughs> i mean but, but yeah to see them in action was cool man it was cool i kind of like the you know the way that they had the lightsaberish. even though i was sitting there wondering why why aren't uh ray and Kylo just force pushed. It's like Jedi forget they can force push when they it's like they forget what powers they have a lot. And they do that in all the movies. Uh, but I thought again, I thought the, the best scene in the movie that was amazing was when Kylo Ren just cut Snoke in half and then he and Ray started fighting. That scene was incredible. That was cool. See, I that's the that part. Was, yeah, I, I enjoyed that part. What about the, the what about that amazing. scene after where they did a did a they did a literal tug of war? With that one yeah, lightsaber, yeah, that was cool. That was cool too. And they broke that the, was cool the, too. The, the the famous lightsaber is is no more. And I thought they killed it in a very good way. That lightsaber is like the most fabled lightsaber. What it's been through, because oh. I, I was thinking like that lightsaber uh, killed Count Dooku. That lightsaber fought Obi Wan Kenobi. That lightsaber killed all the Jedi. That lightsaber was wielded by Luke. That lightsaber. Cut the cut tauntaun the, open. Cut the tauntaun open. Cut the wampa's arm off. It that lightsaber, uh, you know, fought Darth Vader. It fought Darth Vader. That lightsaber was found by Maz Kanata. It's the most fabled lightsaber ever, and um, I thought it had a fitting end to get ripped in half by Rey and Kylo. Oh, real quick before before I don't want to go off. To, I mean, real quick, I got to bring this up. Rey's parents were junk traders. What the fuck yeah, was oh, that yeah, all about? I, I mean, <gasps> Again, there's more to thing. it. There's more. I hope so, thing. dude. As I said, I think, I think Kylo Ren was just making nine. that up or something. I hope so. I really because do hope there's so. no way that it she there's no bad. way that he could just read her mind and and find out who her parents were. There's well, just but no he, he said he said to her that no she, Snoke told her. No, he said to her him. that she knew who they were as well, but she just couldn't accept it. It's like you and your heart know who your parents are, and I can tell. That's how he knew because he read from her. That your parents were your note because you, you you remember back in the trailer for the Force Awakens, Maz Kanata says, "Who are you?" She says, "I'm no one." It's like, well, she was no one. She was telling the truth way back then. She's just some nobody. But I mean, is again, it going to turn out that she's a virgin, kind of like Anakin was? Because well, he I, came from like a shitty background too, and so did. Um, I mean, think about it. Are they going to have it where Obi came from? Obi One, and then his movie is going to come from like a shitty background where he didn't know his parents. Well, my whole point too is is everybody makes this big deal. Uh, even though she touched the lightsaber and saw all this history, and, like solved Cloud City, and I thought maybe that's going to prove she's a reincarnation of Anakin because she's seeing all these things. But at the same time, that's another thing like killing Snoke, like they did. That, that's like like that fans in their mind built up for two years, and then they just kill Snoke, and it's like what? And the same thing with Ray. They're like. You guys have speculated about this endlessly for two years. Well, guess what? Her parents are nobody. And that's yeah. the answer. But see, Deal that's not – uh, to me, in a way, that's not really cool because 
the fans are the ones that are keeping this this movie and the franchise going. I mean, they're the yeah, ones that like, spending like all the money. Or- it's like, well, fuck you guys. We're gonna tr- we're gonna take everything that you want away from you just because we know we can. Yeah, and also, but I, there's a thing. I mean, part of me too. They're like everybody feels like she has to be somebody, and it's like, well, is every Jedi that's ever been connected to the Skywalker family or have to be somebody? I mean. I mean, I'm sure Obi-Wan's parents were just a couple of asshole, like, people that did nothing. But it's like everyone has to be related to somebody in the Star Wars universe. And I don't know. It seems like... I think it was more the way they did it. They just kind of dismissed it. Kind of like, oh, there was just some junk traders. Move on. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's, again, that's the list of a thousand things in the movie that uh, the plot, not necessarily plot holes, but just them throwing plots in the garbage. You know, like the... Like who, who? Like who is Snoke? Thrown in the garbage doesn't matter. Who were Ray's parents? Thrown in the garbage doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, di- wasn't the entire previous film about finding this, getting this map to find Luke? Yes. Well, we found Luke. Oh, I didn't want to be found. Then why'd you make the map? Why'd the map exist? Doesn't matter. The map's never even mentioned. Uh, you and know, did honestly, you guys laugh or were you, did you cringe when he got the lightsaber and just threw it away? At the beginning, yeah, of I was the like, movie. "What?" I, I was like, "I thought it was gone." Uh, now, now, speaking of lightsaber, I, I, Gabe, I cringed. I cringed, but then I kind of liked it the more I thought about it. Because again, every for two years, people, it's like she's giving him the lightsaber. What's he gonna do? And he got it and just said, "Fuck this shit," and threw it over his shoulder. I thought that was kind of funny, but when I yeah. first saw it, I was kind of like, "That." I, but it was weird. That was the first sign to me that this movie was gonna have some problems. Didn't what? it feel very uh, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok like? Ragnarok like at the beginning when he's like spinning and talking to the uh, Soldier, the demon. Oh, I just kind of felt like okay. that shit too. Like that humor at the beginning, the the, the can you hear me Hux? now humor with yeah, Hux? With Hux? That's that again. It's Sean saying that's a joke out of the prequels that was stuck at the beginning of this movie, where it's like, can you hear me now? Uh, can you? Oh you yeah, okay. General Hux is now like. Yeah. Uh, General Hux is now like a like lackey. A joke. This is yeah. silly. I thought he was be like a Tarkin or a Krennic, and he ends up being a freaking little bitch. Yeah, I mean, time. yeah. In the in yeah. the in the in the last movie, they made him out to be kind of Hitler-like, but now he's like second yeah. fiddle. Yeah, Gabe, I, I did want to talk to you about something, and then then we can wrap up. I remember uh, me and Freeman mommy before we had kids, we flew to Disney World. It was kind of a spur of the moment trip. Uh, and spent a week there, which, which you know, we, we go all the time. Uh, but it was, uh, we went to Star Tours and it was the first time and the only, the only place that you could buy at the time, the Force FX lifesavers was at Star Tours. And I think they were like $350 the first time that we went, uh, before they started publicly just selling them everywhere. And I almost bought one for 350 bucks because, you know, they, they, they were so awesome. Now I ended up spending 150 bucks, uh, after that and got, the blue one, the one that, that Ray is carrying in this movie, and it, and it's so spot on the Force FX, the one that I have, and, and the it's heavy and it's, I, it's I have, real I steel. I have that lightsaber, Sean. I have right. Kylo's. I right. have Kylo's. But they had that. Have... But, but we were at Toys R Us the other day, and they're still 150 bucks. They're not called mm-hmm. the Force FX like when we bought them. But the yeah, metal's not the same. Or are, are they the Force? Yeah, FX? they're still called the Force FX series. They're actually it's, called the. It's definitely not called the, bl- same the Black quality, Series. Man. The Black Series Force FX sabers is what they're called. But they're still 150 bucks. But man, it's like the metal's not as thick. They're not as. It just didn't doesn't feel like the way that they did whenever they made them years ago. Because you have one of the original Force FXs, right? Well, you know what it is is that Hasbro took over manufacturing, 
Whereas before, I think it was another company that was making those in, instead of Hasbro. But Hasbro tried to replicate them as as much as they can. But I think the quality of uh, I think the quality of materials they're using is not the same of the ones that you probably have. Yeah, because mine's like like solid steel. I mean, heavy, heavy. Mm-hmm. And you hold these, and it's almost like some of the pieces on it feel plastic. But mine, every little every little thing on it is straight up hardcore metal. Watch for Christmas Eve. I'm gonna put up on our Uncanny Expos. I'm gonna open. I've never. I've had my Kylo FX series ever since Force Awakens. I've never opened it. I'll open it on Christmas Eve and I'll check. I'll put some videos up of it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the last thing cool. I want to say about uh, Star Wars, and we'll, we'll wrap the show up, is uh, if you could change anything about the new movie, and again, to me, and I had this thought earlier today, was that the greatest thing that movie could have done that would have been the greatest scene. It, you remember when Luke, when when uh, uh, here's what I think should have happened in that movie, and again, I just my fanboy opinion is Luke instead of trying to kill Kylo Ren in his sleep. He tries to kill Rey in her sleep because what happens is Kylo Ren went crazy, killed everybody. So he, t- he says, I've, I've sensed this raw fear, this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me then, but it does now. So he realizes, oh, shit, she's going to be another Kylo Ren. I got to end her before. So you have a scene where she wakes up and he's standing over her with the lightsaber. Oh, it, that would be sweet. How cool. And then she ends up having to like, kind of fight Luke and – they sort of come to terms and she says, I got to, she says, you're a pitiful and I got to go. And she leaves. And then you have Luke is left on the planet with R2D2 and he's just miserable. And R2D2 shows him the hologram of the sister saying, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. And then that's when you have Luke goes outside. And he's like looking off the cliff at the rise. And he looks down and sees his X-wing down there in the water. And you get that great scene where he lifts the X-Wing out of the water and lands in. Oh, that would be awesome. And it's the payoff to the Empire Strikes Back. And I think fans would have gone crazy over that, wouldn't they? And I do th- I think also he should have. it should have been Rey that he tried to kill in her sleep because he's like Kylo Ren turning evil. Because Luke went crazy, it seemed, before Kylo Ren went evil. You know, he was trying to kill Kylo Ren in his sleep because he thought he might go evil. And I think that'd have been amazing. Oh my God, he's going to murder Ray in her sleep. And then you have Luke flies away and literally is physically at the battle at the end, and he starts just throwing at ats at other at ats with his mind. And that's that when Kylo awesome. Ren's like, "I got to get out there and kill him." He's fucking wrecking us all, and he goes running uh. out there, and they start fighting. And then you have he either kills Luke or Luke drops dead of exhaustion or something. But that to me would have made the movie that. That circle. The greatest hero in movie history. He should have went out in style. And I I do. And again, I think I think Ray waking up and Luke's over with the lights. They're about to kill her. Imagine that. Imagine that twist. Yeah, that would have been awesome. You're right, man. Well, that that X wing lift. And that would have made more sense, right? It would have made more sense because Kylo Ren going bad drove luke crazy and he's just skeptical and paranoid of everything now because of what of kylo ren and he sees ray and he says it it didn't scare me then but it does now especially if he if he knows that him and kai her and kylo had been communicating on the island through that force through that force yeah he can learn that too and then and then it he says i gotta kill this bitch because she's gonna be another kylo ren i gotta i gotta end her and then that's what they fight, maybe have a little fight, and then she overpowers him, and then she 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 forgives him, but she's like, I gotta go. 
He could have been like the rule of two is back. <laughs> yeah, and then then Luke lifts the thing. And oh, the, oh, oh, there's another thing. Uh, you know those, you know those books that that Luke had been talking about. Those uh, oh, Je- yeah. ancient Jedi books. Uh, it yeah, looks like they were burned. <laughs> it looked like they were burned from the tree, but it turns out that actually that Ray took the books. Yeah, she stole the books. She stole the books. Yep. Um, but again, and then you have after he lifts the thing, Yoda shows up and has this little line like, "Oh, I finally fucking did it! Good, good freaking job, idiot!" You know, whatever. Some little line. It's funny. And then Luke. And then you have you don't see Luke again until he comes walking out, and Kylo Ren's like he has this little conversation with Leia and walks on. Kylo Ren's like, "Everybody, shoot that man!" You know, and I, I don't know. And again, you can't you can't undo the movie or everybody has their opinion of go every 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 fan of something in their mind thinks if only I could have made that movie. Yeah, if only I would have done this, this, this. But I think those things would have made that movie better. And, and cool. you know what? If if it all comes down to, like I said at the beginning of the show, that they that episode nine fixes all these plot holes that me and Ted are talking about, then this yeah. movie turns out to be a masterpiece yeah, or, some, or, really or close to it. Seriously, if it's like everything gets fixed, it's like, oh, shit, Last Jedi was incredible because it set us up for this. Yeah, if, if like, again, Snoke, it was either a clone that was killed or he comes out and it's revealed he's Darth Plagueis and he knows how to cheat death. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. This movie and has a be, ton I of cameos. would be okay with it. This movie has a ton of cameos. I don't know if you noticed and, one of them. And, and Captain Phasma has got to still be alive, and they she could be alive because they they showed her get like laser blasted in the face, and the bullets just ricocheted. So obviously that suit can survive being in a fire. Oh yeah, and, and, oh yeah, yeah, and we hear and, they, and there's that one little callback from uh, Return of the Jedi after that scene where she calls Finn a rebel scum, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a rebel scum," or something like that. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I, I, episode nine. I don't know where they go, but uh, yeah, and also another big thing, Lando Calrissian. You got to have him show up in episode nine. Episode nine. They got to. You, you have. You got to. Yeah. Have to. Yeah, they have to. So, I mean, I it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't show. matter if it's just a little small scene. Like maybe he uh, offers the the remaining resistance some refuge at Cloud City or something like that. They could just, you know, have them. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Tiger Claw? That's a good plot. The next movie should start. The next movie should start. Remember they sent that signal out and they said we're sending for help and nobody came? Yeah. The next movie can start with Lando gets the call and comes and picks them all up. Yeah, yeah, picks them up. Yeah, they're all in the Millennium Falcon and then they get escorted to uh, Bespin and stuff like that. Oh, by the way, and then uh, Luke will show. Luke, you know, Luke's going to show up as a force ghost. They're they're going to J.J. Abrams. They're going to retcon so much shit and like, oh, Luke's a force ghost. He's back. He's a force ghost. Yeah, but he will only yeah, show up as a force he, ghost he when Ray is around. I mean, I would like to see Luke as a force ghost, like maybe talking to other characters other than just Ray. Well, all I know is they say that Episode Nine is going to heavily, he- quote unquote, heavily reference the prequels. They've already said that, so I'm saying we're going to get our, some Darth Plagueis. Come on! That's what I'm telling you guys. When they on, told Snow. you about that picture my kid just put up about the Mustafar, the castle, Vader's castle, that was prequel. We saw that. 
I, what if I'm telling you? I'm telling you, it's gonna if happen. Snow, if Snokes just comes walking back out, he just literally comes walking out, and Kylo Ren's like, "Holy fuck!" And he, and it's revealed he's Darth Plagueis, and he, he's like, uh, "Haven't you ever heard the, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis?" <laughs> I know we got what if, what what if, if Kylo made... is so infatuated with his grandfather that he goes back to the Mustafar Castle, and that's where the Knights of Ren are at. That's, that's like his home base. I, I thought he was gonna do that in this movie. I thought they set that up in Rogue One because he was going to go there here, you know, in this movie. But uh, that'd be pretty cool. What if, what if they find Ray's dad and all of a sudden you hear Georgia, Georgia, <laughs> Ray Charles, Ray Charles walks out. <laughs> <laughs> I think what else? Uh, what else they could do? I'm like a the, southern the thing would be amazing. I did think, I did think it was pretty cool when Luke uh, referred to the Emperor as Darth Sidious. He actually called the Emperor Darth Sidious. I was like, oh, they're referencing the prequels. That, because cool. that is his actual yeah. name, not Emperor Palpatine. But, uh, it's, I, I, I appreciate it that he actually did that, so it sort of solidifies that, yeah, he's Darth what Sidious. What is thy biddings? Well, what is the best Darth Vader line ever? What is that biddings, my master? Uh, I'm your father. I thought, I guess, I, Darth Vader's best line ever is, uh, don't choke on your aspirations. <laughs> Rogue That's one, or or one hey, that he listen, says, guys, I gotta, I gotta impressive. get going. Yeah, it was, good, so, good, good thoughts, everyone. Let's, uh, yeah, it let's, was. Let's just think positive, and then two years, uh, no one gives a fuck about that Han Solo movie. But in two years, when the <laughs> actual could, next Star Wars movie, that, comes that out, Han Solo movie uh, could be good. I mean, it it has some, it has some quality you know, directors you know behind it. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to surprise everybody. Got, I really yeah, the do. movie was half of the I movie think, was filmed by Chris and Miller. And uh, three, three years in a row of a Star Wars being the highest grossing film of the year. I think next year uh, Avengers is going to beat the shit out of the Han Solo movie. I don't office. know. I don't know about that. Even though oh, I find dude, it, I find it ironic. <laughs> I find it ironic that uh, uh, Infinity a Han War Solo movie without Harrison Ford and no, no, just no telling way. a story. About I, fi- I find it ironic I that anyone. I don't. Think, I, think, I, I think. I think it needs Han Solo. I, I think this movie. The Last Jedi really needed a Han Solo. I, in it. you know, I find Mark it ironic words, that Last Jedi won't even beat Infinity War. I find it ironic that Infinity War opens on May the fourth. I don't know why they would do that. I don't think that enough people care about the Han Solo movie that doesn't even have Harrison but Ford. May, they should open it on Han, May the fourth, Star Wars Day. That I know that, but I don't care. I'm saying that no one, no one gives a crap about the Han Solo movie. Everyone will it's see all, it's it. It's all about Disney, so it's not a F you to nothing. Disney's just raking in money. But I think that nobody's going to... That movie's not going to have a tenth of the anticipation The Last Jedi oh, I, 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 think, Cole, I really think that suffered from them having to find a new director and Ron Howard having to come in and fix it all. I think is the reason why it we could, had it, guy, it could it be good. It could be good. It, the same thing happened with uh, Rogue One. Where they did I'm all the reshoots? I think it'll be good. I'm just saying I don't think people necessarily are jazzed to see a young Han Solo movie. I'm 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 excited about it. People are I so, I'm excited about it because it takes Han place during the uh, or before the original trilogy. So we're getting some more. Well, we're original excited trilogy about it too because it's going to be a Star Wars I movie. But it takes place. Stop Star Wars explaining me. I know a thousand times more about Star Wars than you do. Trust me. Whatever. Trust. But, but Freeman Mommy's calling me. Ashton's been having the stomach bug. But let's get to the wrap-up show. Ted, I mean, Gabe, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at mostly um, – I'm really not on Twitter as much anymore. I just like to troll people. So I'm on my I'm Uncanny, X, Uncanny X Bros uh, 
Facebook group. Um, I know all you guys are check it out every once in a while. So just under just if you're interested, it's a private group. Just send me an invite and I'll bring anybody in. It's the Uncanny X Bros. Uh, we just basically what we're talking about now is. Hello. Yo. Did Gabe get cut off? What happened? <laughs> I used a fucking force. Maybe he accidentally muted himself. Oh, you cut him. I'm here. Sorry. Oh, there you go. It was the. It went out. Yeah, you could just find me on Uncanny Expo's Facebook group. Nice. Ted, where can people find you? Ted, can on everything. The end. I played some of the Gears of War snowball fight today. I think it's cute how they put the little hats on their heads. But you can only get direct hits to the face. You notice that? Yeah, it's there's no splash damage uh, with the with the snowballs, right? With the snowballs, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> direct direct hits only. Yep. Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter.com/slash/freemadaddy5 and listen to my other show. This Thursday, Kyle Jones, the old guy from VGO, is going to be on, which is a huge Star Wars fan. Also, I can't wait to talk uh, the Last Jedi with Kyle Jones. Closing on Last Jedi, it's weird. It's like we trashed that movie and ripped it a new one, but it's done out of love. It's it done out of love. I, I, Absolutely. I, I'm going to see the movie again, and there's a lot I liked about it. It's just, it's just, is a huge fan. I just have a lot of emotions in my heart about that movie. And we'll get the Blu-ray no Luke matter Skywalker. what. Oh, absolutely. And what it did to what it did about to Luke Skywalker making him to a groveling piece of garbage and things like that. It's just kind of. But I see people that are just like, this is the greatest Star Wars movie ever. Yeah. That, and I, I, I go, how, over can, over how can you say that? I don't. I don't get it. But Langston Travis was ripping me a new one. Just he's like, you can't even, you don't even deserve the respect to say anything bad about it because there's hard workers behind the scenes. And I was like, dude, it's not good. The first hour. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I the first hour I thought was bad, and I thought this, I thought it got way better in the second hour. And you know what's another thing? Last thing I'll say, people say it. The movie is a lot like The Empire Strikes Back in in a lot of ways. In that, oh yeah. People say it's not because they, you know, the last one, like it was a remake of A New Hope, which it totally was. But this movie is in the sense that you have the main girl goes to an isolated place, the main character goes to an isolated place to try to learn the Force from an ancient Jedi. She goes into a dark side cave, just like they had a pod race in it. You have you have the exact scene. The what was what was the subplot of the Empire Strikes Back? The whole thing was Luke and was Leia and Han and them just outrunning the Empire for the whole fucking movie. That was the entire second plot of this movie, was them outrunning the Empire for the whole movie. It's the same thing. It both ends in a white, snowy-looking planet with Imperial walkers, and them in trenches firing. That happens in both movies. There's a lot of big... And she. it's also a little bit of Jedi, because she purposely gets caught to go face, basically confront Snoke. The way yeah. Luke, the way Luke basically went on his own terms to go see the Emperor. Yeah, yeah. So there, it had a lot of. I mean, I've heard people say it's a totally different direction, or not. No, there's. It's pretty similar in a lot of ways to Empire Strikes Back. A lot of the same. It things just added there. elements that we had never seen before. Yeah, but I was the thinking Jedi about that, man. Oh, I was thinking about that today. So how good. the entire the the, the the B plot, or even maybe the A plot, the Empire Strikes Back. 80% of that movie is Han and Leia and the Millennium Falcon outrunning the Empire and trying to escape from the Empire in space in their ship. And that is the entire B-plot of this movie with Leia and Poe Dameron. But, but I, I gotta go. I gotta run. Yeah. Uh, but on behalf of the Mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Gabriel Olea, Tedekin, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5, we call episode 270 of ZombieCast. 
a total Jedi. Use the Force, choke. May the Force be with you guys. May the Force be with you. Roger, Roger. Oh, no. Ted, you gotta say it. That was less cheesy than that Kanto bite planet. Alright, may the Force be with you, Gabe. Gabe? Roger, Roger. Gabe. Hello? Shit. Shit, this damn thing going out again. Sorry. May the force, May the be, force with you. be with you, Sean. Until we meet again, dude. I want to come Ted! back. Ted didn't say it. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Where's Red Letter Media's review of Star Wars? Roger, Roger. Roger. Say it. We all got to say did... it. May the force what? be with you. I don't get what, what am I supposed to say? May I don't get it. <laughs> May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Yay. Good night, guys. All right, good night. May the force be with you always. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. 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 Oh, yeah. Some of them are screaming, some of them are screaming.
Human life time. 